Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottas, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this is what we like to call a wasted Wednesday. Although I'm still feeling pretty sober. I guess that's what happens when Drew, <laughs> Drew Brees lights light your team up. <laughs> setting records, dropping bombs. And, of course, he set that record on a big old fatty down the field. I was like, yep, that's the way this night's going to go in Redskin land. Ha ha. Uh, well, you know what? I think the most fighting that was going on in that game was probably between Norman and Thomas and on Twitter after the game. So that'll tell you what that's worth. But, hey, at least it wasn't Mason Crosby whiffing field goals. I guess, you know, not a good weekend for me from a football standpoint. Dude, <laughs> Pat Packers ate it. The Redskins ate it. It's kind of rough, but eh, that's okay. Those are the breaks. Anyway, we have uh, certainly some baseball to talk about, some football to get to, and some good times to be had. So let's go ahead and get everybody up in here just for good measure. And since our uh, very own uh, D-Stat, although I tell you what, man, if you get much hairier, I, I might mistake you for a slightly thicker Post Malone. I'm not quite sure where you're going with all the hair you got, man. You just need some facial <laughs> facial tattoos and you're going to be gold. <laughs> well, so we'll see. If things get dangerous in, in Vegas, maybe there'll be some face tattoos when I come back. So we'll see. No, you just got to do like, uh, you do, just do the henna ones. You know, n- no permanency, right? <laughs> That's, no that's a better idea. That's a better idea. Yeah, that is a better idea. Nine Inch Nails concert, buddy. Yes, sir. How's your voice? It was gone last night, and it was mostly gone this morning. But uh, as we can hear, it's it's, it's back. So it's yeah. just a, it took a day of reprieve and, and put some honey on that bitch. And uh, there you go. Know. That's what yeah. you got to do. Well, I saw some of the pictures. It looked like you had a righteously good time. So yeah, I had a good good spot. Venue's amazing. Hell of a show. Anybody who hasn't seen them. Phenomenal, had like a whole hurt, you know, all wish, all the classics, reptile. Um, yeah, you know, I'm afraid of Americans. Setless was incredible. Um, they they sound fantastic. It was my first time seeing it. It was a bucket list, bucket list show for me. For, for there you sure, go. So. That, that's a good one to check Hell off the, the list, man. It does good, good shit. Good. Glad you had a good time with that. Look, let's get you right though. Let's get you right though. You ready to hit your cue? Yeah, there. There you go. It's good to hear your voice, man. Three, uh, brew and fun. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> that was pretty mellow. I'm assuming like that. <laughs> that voice is not a not a hundred percent. I don't know if I could quite like reach peak. Yeah, woo. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That's fair. That's all right, man. You know, you, you know, you've you know you've had a good time at an event when you know you rocked out and not with your you know <laughs> whatever out, but <laughs> you didn't take the dog out with the log out. None of those things. But you know, you had a good time when the voice is hoarse and a little scratchy, a little rough. You had a good time at the game or at the concert. So uh, we'll take that as a win. But question for you. Question for you. Serious question. Serious question, man. I saw that uh, Lenny Dykstra was indicted on drug charges. And also, <laughs> he's also facing charges of making terroristic threats. What did he say to you, dude? <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I, Holy. I, I, know, I, know some, I know some people, and uh, <laughs> you, know, you don't want to you don't screw with D-Stat, man. Mm-hmm. T-Burger, T-Burger, T-Burger. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'll, we, I think we can all have, I think Lindy toasted cheeseburgers uh, directly in your honor. So at some point this weekend, I guess we can all grill up. We, <laughs> we can have the Dykstra <laughs> specials, man. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger up, buddy. Cheeseburger up. So stupid. 
That guy, <laughs> that guy is so ridiculous. You all right over there, Mark? Uh, his video's frozen. Oh, uh oh. Team Dykstra, Team Dykstra struck back. <laughs> <laughs> they took him out, man. Dykstra took him out. <laughs> Dykstra strikes back. Oh, yeah, look out, dude. Here, I'll, I'll, uh, I guess I'll hang up on him, and I'll call him back. That's funny. We'll see if he can join back in. If we can avoid getting Dykstra again. Right. <laughs> uh, stupid story. Way back in the day when I was doing a lead and copper water testing, it was one of my summer jobs. Sounds very exciting, right? Um, anyway, I was on the eastern shore of Virginia, and there was this uh, this this older dude. He was really a hoot, and you know I was testing the water at his house and, and doing all this. And um, one day he was like, "Hey man, you want a cheeseburger?" And I'm like, uh, "Okay," because uh, we had struck up a lot of conversations, and obviously I done I did this job multiple summers, so the sites that you're supposed to sample are the same ones because they're on approved lists. But anyway, uh, and I was like, sure, I'll, uh, I'll have a cheeseburger. Why not? What I didn't realize was that his code word for beer was cheeseburger. (laughs) 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 And so, and so like when I would, you know, sample their water system, we'd hang out, have lunch, uh, for an hour and I'd have a beer with the guy. He, He was a total riot. He's a total riot. I hope he's wherever he is. I hope he's doing okay. And still enjoying some cheeseburgers. Uh, probably not with Lenny Dykstra, but that's that, that's okay, man. That's okay. I told you it was a dumb story, but anywho. All right, let's go ahead and get McGuffin in here, man. Bro, what the hell happened to the Kentucky Wildcats, man? Here I'm on board with them, rooting for them in football. I can't do basketball. I told you that. I can't, I can't root for them in basketball. I understood. But, I understood. I, you know, it, I was taking one for the team from a football standpoint. I was pull, oh Benny Snell, Wildcat football, man. What the hell, dude? It's um, it's one of those games where they took away your best and you needed somebody to bail you out. And, dude, Terry Wilson, as much hype that he had coming in and transferring to our school, he just, or my Kentucky, um, dude, he looked like a deer in headlights there at the end of that game. I mean, he just – he was holding on to the ball. He wasn't trying to throw the ball. I mean, it's just – like, dude, just have some – I'm going to say it for the third time. Have some balls and just throw the damn ball. <laughs> you said balls. You want to know who had some balls? <laughs> you want to know who seriously, legit had some balls? Is Colts offensive lineman Matt Slauson. Yes. That oh dude God. played the second half of that game against the Patriots with a freaking broken spine. Two broken vertebrae. Dude, all, all that those... dude, that dude is so lucky. He's so fortunate to, that he didn't get just hit the wrong way. Oh, he could have gotten paralyzed. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine, dude. Like, the pain he was probably in. I mean, <laughs> well, then, I'm, I'm sure it was Oh, by the way, you could have been paralyzed. Yeah. No, that's, somebody hits you the wrong way. That's a tough ombre, man. That's a tough, tough ombre. I mean, tough, it, yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad that not, I mean, it, it, the injury's bad enough. I'm glad nothing else came of it. But, woo, bro, that's cojones right there. That are, you said <laughs> balls. <laughs> that or the realization is, as with probably a lot of football players, they're probably, you know, painkillered up or whatever. You know what I mean? This injection, that injection, whatever. Uh, to get through games, but still, that's that's some pretty scary stuff, man. That's pretty scary, pretty scary. stuff. But uh, um, sh- 
uh, Shannon, uh, and once I get everybody in, I do have a suggestion for us going forward with MLB. But uh, any other like big takeaways from or anything else you want to drop in real quick? You got to celebrate your you know anniversary. That was fun. Yeah, dude. So, uh, we'll, we'll talk about Kentucky and death later. But yeah, I got to <laughs> go to the one fifty one uh, this weekend with the wife, and mm-hmm. uh, we hit up several. We actually went to try to hit up new spots that had popped up along there. We tr- we tried to make an effort to hit a lot of new spots that we hit. You mean you mean one fifty one uh, like up, up past Charlottesville, or whatever, going up that way, right to Massanutt? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. brother. Nice. Yeah, I, I didn't realize it added a whole bunch of stuff up there. Well, I mean, you got well, one of them's off twenty nine, but you know, okay. I like the, it's the general area back there. Yeah, man. But you know, I still hit the favorites. I still hit up Devil's Backbone. I still hit up Wild Wolf. A little Wild Wolf. Little, yeah, buddy. Yeah, there you go. All right, cool. Good enough. But man. it was it was good, man. We we didn't have to hear whiny, cranky kids for bro, a couple of days, and it was great. Bro, let me tell you what. If you had told me that one of the things that would wear me down as a parent was the amount of whining that kids do, like I I don't think I could have believed the depths. Of just how far that grates you to your inner parental soul. <laughs> Two kids wanting, fussing, and bitching about random stuff. I love my kids, don't get me wrong, and we have lots of fun together. But good God, <laughs> when they're in Wine Fest or they only want Mommy Fest, I mean, oh my God, dude. Like, you, you know, you, your, your you, inner Sam Jackson just wants to come yeah, out. Yeah, dude. And I'm not even joking. Like, I mean, that's literally <laughs> about where I'm going. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah. Shut the fuck up. You know, and you exactly. can't. You can't. You can't. I mean, I guess yeah. you could, but that makes you kind of an a hole. But there are times you're just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> you can't. You can't. But you want to. <laughs> but you want to. And hey, I did call one of my kids an asshole one time because I she really pissed me off. But <laughs> that's because it had gotten to the point where they almost like tried to slam car doors on each other's fingers. And I was just like, stop being an asshole. That's funny. You know, they say kids say the darndest things and it is sort of true. But there are times as a parent, you really want to say the darndest things and you just can't. That's OK, though. It's still an awesome thing. But man, some of that stuff wears you down, bro. It just wears you down. Patience. Oh. Good God. Anywho, shifting on to other stuff. Uh, speaking of things that wear you down, I guess we should bring in Randy and talk about Bethard and his uh, <laughs> ability to generate lots of yardage and then have really costly turnovers along the way. So uh, how are you enjoying those 49ers games these days? Probably about as much as I'm doing Redskins games as of late. It's okay. Yeah, you could say that. And well, what really was a bad thing for me this past weekend is having Syracuse losing overtime to Pitt. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? I was just like, come on, man. You almost you get close to Clemson and then you freaking just fall apart against Pitt. And I'm just like, this is this is horrible. And then I get to watch the Niners just self-destruct, shoot themselves in the foot. Turnovers, penalties, missed tackles, and I'm just like, can't we just do the fundamentals? No. Can't we? It's like, what the no. hell? I'm sorry. <laughs> sit down, wrap up. Not sit there, try to dab and tackle with your arms flailing all around. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you people? Didn't we? Didn't we cover? Didn't we cover wrapping up last week with the baby shark song? I mean, didn't we thoroughly? <laughs> Indeed, we did. Didn't we thoroughly yes. address this topic? 
I'm just saying. <laughs> I felt like we thoroughly ad- addressed that. Most people should know. Oh, we, we gave you, we gave you the PSA. We talked about bananas and the Baby Shark song. What else do you need? Can somebody just forward that clip to San Francisco? My God, come on! <laughs> I got a message from one of my friends saying, "Hey, asshole! Thanks for getting that song stuck in my head." Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Hey, uh, hey, friend of Randy's. There you go. More of it for you. Anyway. <laughs> Can we get a Nine Inch Nails cover of that? That might actually be okay. Apparently there is a metal cover of it, but I haven't listened to it. Oh, oh I, I, there's a part of me that wants to dig that up, and there's a part of me that just doesn't. That just doesn't. That's probably not a good idea. Survey says no. <laughs> Survey says no. <laughs> or as <laughs> Sam Jackson might say, Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Sam, I even brought it up. Sorry, sorry. sorry, man. Sorry, man. Sorry, Sam. Uh, yeah, and, and I can't believe we're rolling up. I mean, we're five, week five, week six. I mean, like... <laughs> The NFL five, season five, is, cr- I know, like, it felt like we were just like, it's too early to worry about too much stuff. Then all of a sudden, boom, boom. And now it's like, nope, if your team still stinks, you have stuff to worry about. <laughs> it is time. <laughs> it is time to be like, huh, maybe that draft choice, maybe that free agent signing, maybe that head coach, hey, uh, Raiders, maybe that head coach and some trades aren't working out in your favor right now. Maybe. By the way, are there two brothers in professional sports that are making more money to suck more? <laughs> than, than Team Gruden, by the way. Holy crap. And what? Was Gruden... Were they intent on recreating that we're not going to give Marshawn Lynch the ball at the one? Why did they do that? Did they not learn from the, the Seahawks in the Super Bowl? Can you give Marshawn Lynch the damn ball? You're on a one-yard line, bro. Run that thing in, I mean, would you? Run that thing in, would you? That traded Khalil Mack. I... Yeah, uh, that has to. That is a surprise how well he's doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who who would have ever seen that coming? I guess they figured well, our defense sucked with them, but you know, clearly, <laughs> clearly, yeah, I think you had bigger problems than Khalil Mack. You probably should have paid the guy. Maybe, maybe. But how, how, how angry? Should, I mean, maybe I don't know. How angry should his defensive coaches be at him or that move? I mean, probably just, pretty pissed. Probably pretty pissed. Uh, I would be. Take, take away your centerpiece and expect you to, I mean, what, dig without a shovel or, I mean, whatever. Jesus. One in, what, Raiders are yep. one and four. <laughs> I don't know how much bad. I don't know how much worse it can get, but I don't know that it's going to get much better this year. I mean, Carr's had some decent moments. The team has had some decent moments. But as Bill Parcells would say, you are what your record says you are, and they're one and four, and they stink. Uh, they're certainly not taking out the Chiefs in that division. Denver, well, I don't know what the hell happened to them against the damn Jets. Uh, Crowell's dude wiping, you know, footballs all over the damn place. What do they have, like 200-plus yards? Good God. Yes, on 15 carries. Ridiculous. Robbie Anderson's lighting them up, running off into the tunnel. I love those. I love it when players do that, by the way. <laughs> so, I, I don't know, man. I, I have know. to say this about Denver. How the hell do you go from containing know. Kareem Hunt? I don't know. To giving up over 300 yards worth of rushing to the 
freaking Jets. Unbelievable. Football is such a crazy thing, and you see some of this in college, but uh, you know certainly in the NFL, I think because you know, I mean, you have fewer teams. It's a lot of stuff is really concentrated. But and this year has been weird. You think about Tennessee beating people that we think are really good, and then losing to Buffalo this week, and you think about Minnesota, some of what they've done, and then losing to Buffalo. You know what I mean? And I don't mean that to be you know to denigrate the Bills because they deserve kudos for winning those games, but. This is such an odd year with the penalties, with uh, quarterback statistics, and then with teams that you're just like, they stink. And then they come out and they play really well. And then you go, okay, well, maybe they're decent. And then the next week they suck ass again. I mean, this is such a bizarre year. Buffalo's the team that lost 47-3 to opening week and then got shut out by Green Bay another week. But yet we're going to beat the Vikings and beat Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I know. Mean, it's probably more of an indictment on Tennessee. And I know that, you know, Mariota had a, a pass. I think it was to a, 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 one of the young guys, Williams, I think was his name. And it would have put them up. It was, I mean, it, it was a sure touchdown, except the guy butterballed the thing in the end zone. But, I mean, it, look, if you want to be a great team, you can't do, you can't do that, right? You, uh, can't, you can't rise up and beat some teams and then the next week, you know, go red hot chili peppers and give it away. I mean, you know, you got to show up every week. You got to consistently win. And that's what we're seeing out of like the chiefs. That's what we're seeing out of the Rams. There are a few teams that are finding ways to win, even when maybe the, you know, the deck is stacked in a particular game and you have to give, give the Seahawks some damn fine credit for balling their ass off, um, you know, against the Rams, but Rams, you know, stole that W at the end. So there are teams that are doing it, but a lot of the league is just, it's just inconsistent, and I know I, you know we still have a lot of season in front of us, but it just I don't know. Maybe it feels more pronounced for for some reason this year. It just feels more pronounced. By the way, maybe speaking it's of Rams, bias. yeah, I like I like how uh, Sean McVay's a genius going for it on fourth mm-hmm. and one. Yeah, uh, Jason Garrett, take some notes, would you? Uh, yeah, you know, you're allowed to take chances, uh, I Mr. I think Garrett. I saw, and I don't remember if it was on ESPN or PT, I don't know who was mentioning it. I could swear the stat was like um, Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott were 18 of 19 on like fourth down conversions, and they didn't go for it in that game. I mean, I, I look, you got Clowney and J.J. Watt on the other side. I understand, I, I, but I hear you. You got go to go win that game. I hear you. But th- that's a team. Look, the NFC East is not – is not looking like a, a, a particularly good division. So, you know, be aggressive. And it's not like the Texans are world beaters, but they were on the road. That was a good opportunity. And, you know, I, I try not to be overly reliant on statistics, but they do give us at least some context. And here we have, and like, it feels like this is the year of overtimes. Here's looking at you, Cleveland. And so far, we've had a lot of fourth down bravado and then fourth down fail buckets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you look at a team, and I know it's revisionist because you have the old hindsight's twenty twenty rearview mirror deal, but you know, come on, dude! It's not like Dak Prescott's lightning up through the air, and if, if if Zeke is your horse and your line is that good, and you know what I'm saying, like that's one where the feel of it just doesn't make sense. I the I would have liked to have seen them be more aggressive right there, and particularly they at that spot on the RPO. field. They run pass right. option. I mean, I mean, you could have. Just set that up, go one way or the other, yeah. have it blocked, and just have Dak make the call. Like either he runs it, if he's going to get stuffed, he can option it out to Zeke or look for an open person. Again, I know it's easy to criticize in hindsight, but 
I think in that moment for that team with where they're at and what a victory on the road means in the NFC East, I think you need to be the aggressor and go. Absolutely. I I don't think anybody would criticize that in retro. I mean, if you don't get it, you don't get it. And they did punt to pin them deep. It didn't work out for them. Uh, Kudos, by the way, to uh, that spin move that Hopkins laid on that defense. Oh, my goodness. Double spin, baby. That felt like that was straight out of a video game. That was ridiculous. (laughs) That was ridiculous. So, anyway. D-hop, man. D-hop, dude. Good stuff. Um, all right. Well, I tell you what. Let, let's rewind a little bit because we dumped on the poor Raiders and they deserve all of it. <laughs> Bueller, Bueller. Um, and team. By the <laughs> way, D stat. <laughs> I told you. I told you in the uh, chat, but got to wonder if there's going to be a prop bet if the Cleveland Browns are going into overtime next game. Oh, it has to be. What, we three out of five games. They've gone to OT so far. And yeah. quite frankly, New Orleans missed the field goal at the end. They would have gone to a fourth OT. So, <laughs> Well, and then, of course, you know, the article coming out about every win they've had, a possum showing up at the stadium. Yeah, they're so. undefeated with a possum there, right? Look, man, got to bring the awesome <laughs> possum, you know? Dude, I'd like that better than that little weird elf mascot. They ought to just have a possum on the sideline. Might as well. He could even t-shirt, like, that elf on a t-shirt. You know what? That's the mascot that deserved a t-shot cannon himself in the nuts. It was <laughs> it was the freaking Cleveland Browns elf. That's who, need, that's, that's who needed to do that. Yeah, uh, but the Browns are the first team since the 2002 Bills. Of course it's the damn Bills. Of course it's the Bills. <laughs> the Browns are the first team since the 02 Bills with three overtime games in their first five games of the season. Of course they are. <laughs> of course they are. Ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and the fact that right now the Browns have a better record than, what, four or five teams? That oh. Who would have thought that would have happened? You know, they've got a lot of fight in them. I, I don't know how many games they're going to end up winning. You know who's really high on them is, is Rich Eisen. He, he cracks me up. I, I like the Browns' upside, but, I mean, that's a, you know, the Bengals are decent, but you can't trust them. The Ravens are good, but uh, you can't always trust them. The Steelers are going to get better over the course of the season. So, uh, you know, eh. Uh, I, I just think the the Browns, I think, are going to steal a couple wins. I, you know, what are they, a five-win team? They'll probably win more than five. But, like, I, I'd, I'd be curious to see what um, – at D-Stat, you're the bet, man. Like, where do you think – where do you think the Browns finish? Where would you be comfortable laying money on, like, the line for, for the number of games they're going to win? Do you want to hear their schedule coming up before you answer that? He's rebooting, by the way. If you notice, he's not in the Boo. chat. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know. All right, so let's go through this together. They play <laughs> okay. the Chargers at home this week. It's winnable, no, it's okay. but... Look. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, they play the Chargers at home. It's winnable, but you almost have to feel like Phillip Rivers could win that game. Um, yeah, so, Chargers uh-oh. should. Doesn't mean they will. Right. At Tampa Bay. Maybe Jameis is going to eat a W. I, I personally, I think I take the Browns in that. Don't they have like the most? Haven't they forced the most turnovers in the league? Yeah, I think weird? I, I like Cleveland in that game. Yeah, I'd be comfortable with that. At Pittsburgh. Ooh, that's a tough one. It is. I, I, I think I'll take Pittsburgh. I think they're starting to get their groove back a little bit. Yeah, they seem like it. Uh, oof. At home versus Kansas City. Nah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Interesting one here at home versus Atlanta. Atlanta's looked like garbage the last few weeks. 
Man, how much do they miss Kyle Shanahan, buddy? I think for that game, it's really going to depend on the offensive line, but because that that defense has been getting at it, so mm-hmm. if Ryan can get some protection, Atlanta can pull it out. But I think honestly, whoa, whoa, way- that's a whole other PSA, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. Pull it out to do to do to do. Well, if that was the case, this song wouldn't be on right now. Thank God my kids don't sing that version. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yes, maybe the Chargers can pull it out. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. With Phillip Rivers at quarterback, doubt that'll happen. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Randy? That that is well played, sir. Push it. That's right. Well played. That's right. Rage face. Rage is on. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm looking at the schedule. I think they have a chance at 500. Would you put money on that? Oh. Hell no. <laughs> How about a case of beer? A case of beer? Uh, Can we do a 99-pack of Peeber on that? Or what was the other one that Lindy posted tonight? Was it a 77-pack oh, of, of, of Natty? Light, oh, God. Which, is, which, by the way, is probably still less than 10 bucks. Probably. What the hell? Dude, well, dude, they have to sell a ton of that in Cincinnati, right? I mean, <clears> they have <throat> Natty in their name. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like Natty has to be super popular in Cincinnati, doesn't it? Uh, right, eh, maybe, maybe. All right, I'm gonna say no to that because I'm looking at the the second half of that schedule, and they got Cincinnati twice, Houston, Carolina, and Baltimore. That's tough sledding. That is a that's nasty tough sledding. Second, half. but you know they got a lot of fight, and that defense has been getting turnovers, and Baker Mayfield. You know, I know, I know it's it's rookie stuff, and he's growing, he's growing. Yeah, yeah, but they, they've got fight in them. The defense is good. Um, he's definitely had some pretty legit money throws. Uh, you never quite know the arc of a rookie over the course of the season, but I like their upside, and I I just think they're going to be a team that even if they don't crack open a Bud Light victory fridge every week, um, they're going to put the scare in some teams. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I totally, and honestly, I'd be okay. <laughs> I know it's weird given this year to think that, what was that? A 12, nine game. Was that what that's that finished out at? Um, I mean, they've, they've, you know, they've <laughs> lost two by three points each and they've won by three and they've won by four. And then yeah. there was the tie. So, I mean, they're, you know, plus one in the win loss department points wise. So can they get a better year, kicker so. by the way? Can they? Does nobody uh, no. want to? Does nobody want to kick in Cleveland? <laughs> they had a chance to go get what's his face, but uh, he went to Minnesota. Oh, Bailey wasn't going to go to Cle- get out of here. Mason oh, Crosby might be available <laughs> shortly, though. Right, that guy's going. Uh, I think I'll pass on Crosby at this point. <laughs> uh, I mean, what's the likelihood he ever has a game like that again? I mean, he's been a pretty. He, he, he better hope he doesn't have a game like that again, or he's going to be on the unemployment line. Yeah, yeah Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is going to be consulting him at the unemployment office. That's for sure. <laughs> terrible. So that's another story of this season is how terrible a lot of kickers are. Good God. 
and yeah, which makes is... you appreciate the greatness of Adam Vinatieri even more. Yeah, this is definitely I not guess. the year of the kicker. No, that's for damn sure. No, yeah, well, you know, it'd be funny if. If everything gets better at the end of the year and then a, a kicker wins the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? Like it would almost be fitting for how devastatingly bad a <laughs> lot of the kick, a lot of the field goal, just rough, dude, rough. You've seen uh, you've seen shanks, whiffs, misses, knuckleballs floating in. I mean, just it's been ugly. Jeez. Dude, that that game winner was. Can you let him break in the balls again? Ugly Look, if this is how this crap's gonna be, can you get get rid of the damn K ball and just let him work him up on a sideline? Would you let him <laughs> let, we let him work the balls? You said. <laughs> I mean, come on. If it's gonna make the kicking game better, I'm all for that. Go old school. Let him work the balls. Seriously, just I ask. Look, just ask Derek Lewis. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. <laughs> Listen to Derek Lewis. Balls are hot, man. Come on. Let those kickers work those balls. I can't believe I I, I almost was able to get through that with a straight face. Almost. <laughs> almost. Winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why'd you take your pants off? My balls was hot. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I, I understand. I mean, what are you supposed to say to that? Derek, we all understand. Well, I mean, what are you supposed to say to that, man? That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I, I can't do it. My balls is hot. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Balls is hot. Balls is hot. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> My balls is hot. My balls are hot, man. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You said balls. Man. Wow, 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 Anyway, is Mark back? What happened to Mark? Did we lose Mark? He's gone. Did he fall asleep? Maybe. Ah, what I the hell? any messages. Boo. The thing I saw was him saying he was rebooting. That was it. <clears throat> oh, God. Right, Excuse there me. There you go. Let's see. Let's send Mark a message. I really wanted his line on, you know, if he would throw down money on the Browns. And I also wanted to talk a little bit about baseball. I, I'm disappointed that he's not here. And the Giants and whether it was a first down or and, not. And the Giants about whether that was a first down or not. I, like, I, you know, what's funny is I watched a couple of uh, a couple of different highlight shows. And no, I didn't see, like, anybody spend a lot of time on that play. And I still, you know, somebody may have, and I just missed it. Um, I'm still surprised that they didn't at least booth review it. You know what I mean? Because the only thing I saw on the telecast it was the far away angle of mm-hmm. it. And he was close. But I think that in that situation, in you that moment, book, if, you know what I mean? I, I know you, you can't trust. I think, I think sometimes we make the mistake of interpreting the yellow line as an absolute. You got to remember the, the yellow line is not there for the refs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's right. not there. So it, it, it can be a little bit in, off. There's going to be some variance with that. But it would have been nice to have seen a booth review or a replay of that since that was a, a significant first down. That was well, a, I mean, it was the game. Yeah. that was a Because if he spiked it on fourth down, the game's over. Oh, of course. Game's done. Flip side of that is if they're reviewing it, he's not going over there to spike it. But if he goes up there and that, spikes true, it, yeah. it doesn't matter because they can't review it after he spikes it. So... 
you know, maybe that was a heads up play by, you know, Newton and the Carolina offense to go, uh uh, boop, we're going to spike that sucker, man. Mm -hmm. But to me, it would have been deserving of a booth review. Would have been absolutely 100% deserving of a booth review. Doesn't mean they got the call wrong, but I think in that moment, with it that close, the significance of what that play was, setting up the game ender, and you have to give kudos to Gano. Absolutely. Anytime you boot through a 63 yarder, high fives to you. Um, uh-huh. but that deserved at least, at least a brief review. I don't love stopping games for that all the time, but in that moment I would have been totally cool with it. A little sneak and peek. Yeah. A little sneak and peek. So I, I did want to ask, we'll see if Mark uh, comes back up, but I don't really have a dog in the fight with the MLB playoffs. Okay. So I was thinking realistically for us, I know Lindy's delighted about the Red Sox, you know, good job. Um, enjoy that. Uh, in between Tesla and the Red Sox, I, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I know Lindy really well. <laughs> Those things, man. You're a posting machine, bro. Uh, I think the only person that posts more consistently is McCollum with just random memes all, all damn day, every day. Uh, I've heard a stream of consciousness. He's got meme of consciousness. My God. It is impressive. <laughs> I had to unfollow him. I was like, dude, this is too many memes. <laughs> it's too many memes. I can't I handle love you, it. Chris, but good lord. Newsfeed blowing up. Christ. Too many memes. Okay, so number one, Lindy, enjoy I know you're enjoying that. Red Sox kicked their asses, so you gotta enjoy oh. that quite a bit. Um what was that what sixteen to one? For real, y'all? For real. Oh, yeah. For real. Ass whooping. That 16 to 1 beatdown, by the way, was the worst loss in, the, in 395 games. Playoff games. That's the worst loss ever in Yankee playoff game history. 395 games! Worst. First, first time anybody ever here from the cycle in the postseason. Yes! Holt! And that's, that's one I would, have, I would have thought somewhere along the line that would have happened. That's incredible, too. That's also incredible. So, oh, yeah. no, certainly kudos to the Red Sox, man. That was, that was pretty sweet. The only thing, like, I have to wonder about, like, <laughs> realistically, is how disappointed do you have to be if you're a Yankees fan with how small they came up as far as on the offensive side of the ball? You know what I mean? Um, I mean, you had Stanton up to be the, what, the tying run, and four pitches, he's done. Well, look, in the ALDS, the Yankees were four four of twenty six with runners in scoring position. That that's a whole bunch of womp womp, man. <laughs> and they had no home runs at home. What? No no home runs at home against the Red Sox. Credit to the Red Sox pitching. Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely, you have to give credit to the Red Sox on that. But I mean, it, you know, that's just not going into that. You figure they got some pop and some, you know what I mean? They got some bats. Come on, man. I mean, so like yesterday, the Red Sox were, were walking them, but like they weren't giving them any home run pitches to hit. They yeah, said either so, you're going to hit it in the dirt or you'll walk the first. Yeah, I mean it was. It got it. I mean, I thought Homeboy was throwing a little bit too much gasoline on the mound there at the end, but yeah, well, I mean, a win's a win. Win's a win. Is. Win's a win. Yankees, by the way, uh, if uh, if my notes are correct. Uh, they they've lost four straight playoff home games versus the Red Sox. So that's a little bit of a uh, remember bitter beer face that ad campaign. I don't remember what beer. Oh, that, yeah, I don't remember what beer that was. 
Keystone Light. What Keystone Light? There you go. Oh my God. I bet they have an 80 pack or a 99 pack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so we have Peeber with the 99 pack in Canada. We have what? Natty Light. Natty Light with the 77, the 77 pack, which has to be sold in Cincinnati. There's no way. They have to have a special Cincinnati version of Natty. Got to. It's the Natty after all. Um, you got that one. But. There's the one in Texas with what ninety or ninety nine beers that they sell at that craft brewery. That's like one of the few times you can go into the store and just be like ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall, ninety nine bottles of beer. I bought this pack, <laughs> you know. Put it on the rack. And <laughs> Put it on the rack. Drink them all. I got jacked. <laughs> <laughs> ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. Woo! You know, I mean, that was like the original sports brew episodes when we used to <laughs> really drink. <laughs> oh. God. Uh, but the, hey, didn't the Red Sox get knocked out last year by the Astros? They did. Look at a little chance for redemption, man. A little chance for redemption. Okay, okay. Uh, jumping around a little bit. I, I wanted to say I don't really have a dog in the fight. Okay? I don't... You know, the Astros are fine, but they won last year. I'm not anti-Dodgers. I mean, they're okay. I don't I don't hate them. I don't love them or something like that. I don't have any real attachment or whatever for the Red Sox. And, uh, so, like, I feel like it's fitting... If if I have to root for anybody, I don't know about you guys. I, I kind of feel like I sort of need to root for the Brewers. <laughs> well, there's two reasons at least. They have the name Brew and Brewers. That's a win. And Bob Euchre, man. But that, that's like two wins right there. Dude, I mean, seriously, that's great. So, I want to take a quick vote, right? Just out of curiosity, who's pulling for the Brewers at this point? I just thought I am. That's I'll two. Just because it's somebody new. There you go. Mark, what are you doing? Oh, absolutely, Brewers. I've been I'm, I'm Brewers since the start of the playoffs. Look at that. I, can't I mean, Yelich is just ridiculous. Yelich is fun to watch. I drink a 12-pack with my dad. Yeah, something different. Uh, <laughs> Why not? Dude, by the way, did you expect them to sweep the freaking Rockies? Kind of. Fun stat for you. The Rockies were shut out in 27 of 28 innings of those three games. Ouch. Wow. They scored in one inning, dude. (laughs) Holy crap. Whoa. Get to Keystone Light, buddy. (laughs) 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 All right. So, like, I'm ready to to admit. I, I am, like, all aboard. I'm ready to drink the hater aid. Josh Hader, that is. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I do think it'll be fun. We need somebody to pull for, and I mean, l- you know, let's do it. Okay. So, and, and I'm, you know, I, I don't, again, I don't have anything against, I mean, whatever. Just give me a good, you know, good World Series, and I'll be happy. I think that's what I want the most. But uh, I think the Brewers are kind of a fun story, man. But yeah, beer. Beer. You know, we love that. We love them. absolutely, but I mean, Houston Red Sox should be a hell of a series. Yes. Hey, don't the Brewers have the like the the sausages that race each other? Yes. Okay. Side note: ALCS Red Sox versus the Astros. Um, what do they have? A uh, uh, Red Sox are one hundred eight. What were the Astros? One hundred three wins. Yeah, yes. t- oh, so, both teams were over one hundred. Yeah, so yeah. it's like the second highest win total between two teams facing off in the playoffs ever. That's ridiculous. Yeah, not shabby, right? Not bad at all. No, yeah. that's a that's a hell of a lot better than zero point zero. 
<laughs> hey, RBA's on Justin Verlander, man. Mm-hmm. Be taking them out in game one. Well. Uh-oh. I was going to say, Uh-oh. what's his wife's name? Really? You <laughs> what, don't remember. What's his wife's name? <laughs> That's what somebody say it. Oh, I see how it is. I'll find I'll say it. Kate Upton. Kate Upton. <laughs> Isn't he already taking the mound? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway. He knocked her up. She's doomed. <laughs> oh. oh, there you go. Thank you. I'm glad somebody took that and ran with it. My God. <laughs> you knew where that was going, I did. Captain. I needed somebody to be my setup man so I could be the closer. That's all I was looking for, dude. We're talking about baseball. Come on, man. <laughs> Sorry, we, we were just we were just being a bunch of haterades. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I wrote that line specifically for you, Mark. I figured you I would. I, pre- I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that you might. <laughs> Shocked knew the name, but yeah, good on, good on you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Two early predictions for uh, for both both series. You want to throw down the gauntlet, Mark? And then we do have a question. I, w- I wanted to ask you and think about this. I wanted to ask you um, where would you be comfortable putting money on the win total for the Cleveland Browns for this season? Okay. So think. Well, I mean- yeah, we'll do, I'll do. We'll do. We'll do baseball first. Do baseball we'll, first. We'll do baseball first. But that's a good question. I like that. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Brewers and six. Uh huh. And I'm gonna say Astros and seven. Nice. Have you been following uh, Bregman, by the way, with some of the things that uh, guy has said? Riot, by I, the way. Alex, I think it's Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman, absolutely. He's he's, yeah. uh, he's a phenomenal player, uh, but I haven't heard too much about his commentary. Uh, just talking about how the Astros have been disrespected by the lack of primetime games and lack of coverage. And he said something. I don't have the exact article in front of me, so I've got to paraphrase. But it was like, does Tiger Woods tee off at 8 a.m.? <laughs> does Floyd, <laughs> May- Floyd Mayweather fight, fight on the first, on the first the Yeah, card. the first card yeah. of the night. Yeah, nice. dude, he's had some really, really choice lines. Um, so they're totally playing the disrespect card. <laughs> Which, I mean, you're going to get prime time now, so it's uh, either yes. put up or shut up time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's true, but but I, but I, I get his point. I mean, they're the yeah, <laughs> they're the champs, and I mean, yeah, I feel like the Red Sox and the Yankees because they got the name recognition. I mean, they're the ones that been getting all the the hype. Um, and uh, you know, you can't really pretend like the Astros are like flown under the radar being a 103 you know win team. So they deserve uh, some respect, maybe, though. Yeah, maybe it almost got too predictable because they're, you know, definitely the scariest, like top to bottom roster. That was almost kind of expected that they'd be back here, but yeah. Put some respect on it. Up. Put some respect on it. Put some respect on it. Put some respect on it, yo. That's right, Aretha. That's right. Anyway, all right. Uh, anybody else want to call their shots? Just a, you know, too soon. Too early, but what the hell? Why not? <laughs> I will go with. I'll go Milwaukee, Boston. All right, Randy. I think I'm gonna go Milwaukee, Houston. Uh, I'm tempted to say I, I want the I want the uh, the Brew Bowl with the Brewers and the Red Sox. <laughs> mm. 
I just want to. So I went with it. <laughs> I just want to yeah. see. I just want to see the the evolution of Lindy's Twitter feed, depending on how the series goes. I think it would be. Re- I think that could be really a ton of fun, man. Um, I don't know. I, I'm really split on on the Red Sox and the Astros. I'm really split on that. But uh, I always think it's tough. Anytime you you beat the brakes off, you know, if you whoop up like serious rival. You know, I want to see how you finish. So that that was a big accomplishment. I mean, they were singing New York, New York in like the post game. By the <laughs> way, did you did you guys see that video? It was actually oh, yeah. that was a riot. That. that was an absolute riot. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Uh, yeah, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Here it is. All right. So after they eliminated the Yankees Tuesday night, here they are in the locker room, man, going to town. Walking around, popping champagne bottles. Yeah, buddy. That's, By the way, yeah. Sources close to me say Jim Ursay contacted the Yankees to see if they had hung their NL or ALDS participant uh, banner yet. Oh, I thought you were going to say to see it, it. Oh, the Yankees. I thought, for a second, I thought you, you meant the Red Sox, so we could get some of that extra champagne left over from the celebration. <laughs> Well, Sorry. I think that was his second call or his first call. <laughs> oh, maybe I don't know. Did I did did I see this right that the Nashville Predators hung three banners up? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Did they? Yeah, I thought I thought the Preds uh, put like three uh, banners no. up. I thought somebody was talking about that, and I, I'm no. just like, what? What do you mean for what? For what? If you want to say you got to the Stanley Cup, that's cool, right? If you do that. Or that you won the Stanley Cup, obviously. But if you don't do either of those two things, what the hell banners are you putting up? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. Anyway, back to baseball. So, I, I you know, I'm, I'm fine either way. I'm kind of torn on that. But I, I think at this point, I'm on the Brewers oh. trade, man. I'm on the Brewers oh, here trade. You, here you go, Justin. Yep. It's um, oh, stupid advertisements. Western Conference champions, Central Division champions, and President's Trophy. Come on, man. That's come on. Is that necessary? Well, maybe I, they don't know, I heard. I heard they've got a fourth one coming. One of our players is banging Carrie Underwood, and that's, that just seems like overkill. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> well, and then a fifth one. Woo! Isn't isn't that almost an an, an accidental inappropriate? Could be like porn name Underwood, right? Just saying. Possibly. Just saying. I do I mean, like uh, Harry Underwood, though. Um, I mean, if her cousin Harry Underwood, <laughs> maybe. Whoa! 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 Yikes! <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? No. <laughs> 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 Don't go here with me. Don't go here with me. Don't go here with me. You want to keep it real, you keep it real with me. Because I don't want no games. Bro. 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 Shannon, you're killing me. No! Anyway, all right, all right, all right. Enough of that. Lord Harry Underwood. Harry Underwood is is he is he related to Golfman Golferson and and like how does that work? Harry Underwood. I don't know. 
I hope that was a Bart. Did they ever? Did Bart Simpson ever drop that one? I that almost fe- that I almost feels know. like it would have been fitting, doesn't it? I mean, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe he's related to Harry Ting. You idiot! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Mark, because um, I know, I know you, you, you need to, you know, uh, ripcord out yeah. for too much longer. So, curiosity: Have you settled on a where you would put money on as far as the number of games the Browns will win? Yeah, um, I man, I, I gotta say, and I feel like I, I was reading a, a good bit about them earlier today, and how I mean, genuinely, you know, there are some, you know. NFL scouts here and there who are saying like they're they're not just some you know fluke at this point you know that's Baker Mayfield is exactly what the offense needed and that there's you know names across that defense that you know are are genuinely you know skilled guys they they've put together a product that's you know yep. come along a lot faster than you know, anybody expected so um, yeah I'm not. <laughs> not pretending that they're you know necessarily you know playoff team you know by any stretch yet, but um, what I would put as I think the realistic and honestly I'd say even you know really realistic number would be six, and I, I would absolutely take the over on that at this point. I think they could even potentially sneak up to five hundred. Okay, so I am willing. We don't have to do money, but I am willing to friendly wager on the over. If, if if you if you set it at six, I'm willing to take the over. Well, I'm on the over too, so we need to find. Well, right. Who's, so who's, who's taking the under? under? Other than Harry Underwood or Carrie Underwood, who's taking the under? Who's taking? I'll take the, I'll, I'll take the under. Who's taking the Carrie Underwood here? Shannon. Okay. What do you think, Randy? You on the over or the under? I'm actually gonna go over. All right. So, okay. so, so. I, I think I think I think what we need to do, though, and I mean that has to be done right now. But right. we, or we could, you know, say sports crew listeners, we could let Lindy decide on something. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that might be dangerous. It's something somebody who would, <laughs> wouldn't put us in too much danger. But you know, that's if us overbackers lose, we got to do something. And if you know, I, I applaud Shannon for being the the, the underbacker. Now, but you know. Now, do we say if it lands exactly on six, are we all losers or are we all winners? Make it six and a half. Yeah, that's a good point. Make it six and a half. Oh, man, that's really making it tough. Okay, I'm still going to take the over. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the under. I'm still going to take the uh, under. I think that's, that's fair. So, yeah, uh, that, that's, I, I like that a lot. I think that's right where it should be, a six and a half. Okay. That's, that's good. Well, at least you already got the half down. <laughs> that's a that's a good point. Yeah, no, it's not really six and three quarters. <laughs> hey, look. Although the game against New Orleans, they might have had that three quarters, but put some respect fourth. on them. My, my only concern is that their field goal kicker sucks ass. Well, yeah, that's so. like half the league right now. But yeah. I know, yeah. Ridiculous. Other than the Carolina, other than the Carolina Panthers, <laughs> good no. Former Redskin no. kicker, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dan Snyder. I would love to see the list list of former Redskin kickers that went on to have really good careers elsewhere because <laughs> the list has to be long and illustrious. 
Who was yeah, it? Awesome. Because David Akers. Yeah, David Akers was. Uh, I don't even know if he's still playing in the league, but he had a nice chunk of time for the Eagles. That guy passed through Redskin land. So anyway, I, I forget about that to be honest. But yeah, uh huh. Right. Yeah, no. uh, they're good at getting rid of yeah. kickers before they get good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you, Dan Snyder. <laughs> I don't know what happens. They're just like, yeah, I'm gonna get you. Oh, by the way, somebody told me I really needed to watch I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker, which I've never seen. Uh, and somebody told me I really needed to watch that movie. Because apparently there's... I've heard... Huh? I've heard it's good. I've heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, apparently there's... Uh, what was that? Chris Rock's first like role or something? And he's in that? Oh. Yeah. Something about a rib. I just want one rib. So, I think that's oh. in there. Maybe I think that's the right movie. Anyway, I, that that's like a total like tangent jump that just popped into my head. I probably and speaking of which, uh, Mark, I hear that uh, Fargo is a good show to watch as well. <laughs> I hear I hear it's a great show. I, I don't I don't know if uh, many people on the Twitter check it out yet. Uh, uh, yeah, one one of these decades I will watch Fargo. It's gonna happen. It'll be when uh, DVDs are no longer a viable medium. But when I'm, Game of Thrones ends, maybe. <laughs> when, when Game of Thrones ends, which is still a, a year and change away. All right, Mark. So realistically, um, out of curiosity, the big picture is everybody in the NFC East is struggling, dude. But let's just be realistic. The Cowboys have their problems. The Redskins have their problems. The Giants have their problems. The Eagles have their problems. Every single one of these teams is flawed. I don't know who's going to come out of this bag of ugly by the end of the year, but somebody has to. <laughs> Somebody's going to be a playoff team out of this hot bag of crap. Okay, um, I, I think I'd rather put odds on whatever you know slides out of a porta potty when you dump it than anybody coming out of this <laughs> division. But there were at least some positive takeaways from that game, and yeah, the Panthers got the field goal at the end, which is what people are going to remember. And the Giants, obviously, the record is not good. Um, you have all this, you know, kind of. Uh, just peripheral stuff with the interviews and Beckham and, you know, the Wayne and this and that and blah, 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 blah. But um, just curious, what are your impressions and takeaways from the game? Because you obviously have some miscues in it. That ridiculous issue with the, the Panthers punt and the ball bouncing off the back of Beckham and then Janoris Jenkins butterballing. I mean, you know, there there are times you watch a team play, and there are years you watch a team play, and, and things that happen in the game, and you're like, "How the hell does that happen?" You know what right. I mean? Like that's one of those plays that you're like, "You're not a rookie. How does that happen?" Right? Uh-oh. That that's one of. Well, I'm just saying that that's one of those things where you're like, "Seriously, y'all? Come on." How? Yeah. How, how do you <laughs> how do you <laughs> f that up? You know, I mean, th- that was goofy, but, y- you know, they closed the gap, they fought back, they closed the gap, and then, obviously, you have to give Carolina credit for, I mean, a 63-yard field goal. What, I mean, you know, pff, you can't do a lot about that, but I don't know if, if you, I know you had to reboot, and we had talked briefly, and uh, maybe you weren't online when we were talking about this, but I still think, I don't know if McCaffrey actually made it or not, I never saw a close-up replay of that oh, third down, <laughs> but... I'm like, to me, how can you not at least have a booth review of that play in that moment? Because it's so significant. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, yeah, I mean, Cam did the right thing. They heard it. They, they, they spiked it. Great. And I know the yellow line isn't necessarily accurate. It's not 100%. That's what we see on TV. There's no yellow line for the refs on the field. But I only saw like a, a like a distance angle of it. I would have, you know what I mean? Like in that moment, wouldn't that have, wouldn't a booth review have been nice? I mean, seriously? Oh, yeah, I mean, I- I'm 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 still livid about that. I mean, I was I was talking to uh to to, to Randy as we were 
uh, gathering our drinks and all uh, right before we started. That's uh, yeah, I, I know the Giants aren't going to the playoffs this year. That's that's <laughs> well, we're we're the NFC, NFC least maybe, but they 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 shouldn't be unless they magically you know become a much better team. But um, it may not take it may not take much in this division, dude. It, it, may, it may not exactly, but uh, but but regardless. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely have plenty of thoughts, um, I, but I feel like um, at its at its core, I mean, whatever you do to, to try to win a game, you know, whether you're playing the top tier team or you're playing the worst team in the league, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm watching that, that play, I'm watching the ends, I'm like, all right, you know, we obviously, you know, make them kick as long field goal as possible, it's third and short, they got no timeouts, I personally think they're crazy if they try to run it. And they do, and the Giants' defense, which you know had, had had some good moments during the game and plenty of bad ones, but to me, they they just they stuffed them. And yes, again, I, I'm fully agree with you that that we know that the the yellow line is not official; it's you know just something for TV. But if even if that was just pretty close, I mean, not exact, but pretty close, he didn't get it. He just absolutely did not. Or at the very worst, you know, you absolutely have to to you know. To, to stop the clock and and and, and measure it. Booth review the, the thing. Fact, the, the the fact that they didn't. I mean, that I mean that the the TV you know has fourth fourth down on the screen. I mean, they think that he got stopped. I I, I was like, what? what you can't, he's spiking it. It's fourth down. You can't spike it. I mean, that's. I mean, because see the TV certainly you know the, the broadcast thinks that they, it was fourth down. Chris Weber was probably like, please mess that up, Cam Newton. <laughs> 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 please. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I, I was I was baffled that, that that just got to go on because I mean yeah I mean you know that it's fourth down you can't spike it the clock's running that at at most you know they they um I mean they basically have one play to try to toss the end zone I mean they're they're not I mean they got to get themselves figured out and yeah I just yeah I was I was livid about that um obviously you you, you know you still you know feel feel decent about you know or good about forcing the team to kick a 63 yard field goal but i also know that they've got a kicker with a hell of hell of a leg and of course he he drills it and so i mean that's that's a pretty pretty bitter pill to swallow um uh, there's there's not much else to say there i um i i I don't understand how they did not review it so there's that um and then i guess just in terms of the giants performance yeah um I think that's you know I took away you know kind of similar to, to, to uh, come on the, the game they won <laughs> who did they play that's oh, bad but I'm liking it right now <laughs> no, it's who, not like I'm tracking Giants anybody, victories can anyone tell me real quickly if or look it up who they beat this season hold on the, the Giants beat Houston yeah there we go yes um, hey, I'm still I'm Week still recovering. Two. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that 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 game. Um, I was I was real proud of the way they battled. Even though yes, we recognize that you know, Houston obviously is a is a strange team uh, this this season. But um, yeah, they're 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 or hell, or hell, I mean, like I said, we we won. I was I was pleased, even though they lost. I felt like they, I'm sorry, they, they week, three. week three, week three, I'm yeah, you're right. Sorry. Um, so you know, I, I felt you know. I felt kind of similar to week week one, and that yeah. you know, even though they 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 lost, and and Eli made some just baffling interceptions, uh, and they definitely did some things that just you know you can't do anything but scratch your head. They battled. They 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 did enough to put themselves in a spot where they could have, and I think a lot of ways should have won the game. So uh, it's another one where I'm 
you know, frustrated at the loss. I'm yeah. baffled as hell at the, you know, not you know, getting any kind of review or, or measurement on the last, the very next last play. But yeah, I mean, barring, you know, an embarrassing conference, letting them sneak into the playoffs. I mean, they, they've got a ton of holes. And, and, and so, you know, I, 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 I had little belief that they were going to be a contender this year, but you know, we've certainly heard me rave about Barkley and that just continues. I mean, he, he's going to be a phenomenal piece for years to come. Um, I honestly, maybe I'm just too nice on, on about Beckham, but I'm not bothered by Beckham's comments. I'm just not because I, I think there's plenty of truth in it. Now, may, maybe he doesn't need to be saying them to, to, the, to the press, and that, that's what people want to say. I mean, don't divide the locker room and you don't say those things about your quarterback. But um, I, I, <laughs> I feel like the line has looked a little better since the very beginning of the season, and I feel like. They just, if you're truly trying to compete, you can't survive on nothing but five and 10 yard dump offs when you've got guys with a skill set of, of, of a Beckham. The Beckham thing's a mixed bag. I don't know how much is said, like, you know, between him and, like, to the locker room and that kind of stuff. I think the issue that people have is not so much that that's his mindset, but that it gets aired out. You know what I mean? It gets aired out the way that it does. Whether or not that serves as motivation for the team. I, you know, I, I don't really know. Yeah, you, know, you can speculate. Clearly, the talking heads, and I guess we semi fall under that category. But uh, that's obviously been pretty heavy duty, you know, fodder for everybody to, to argue about when it comes to Beckham. Look, he has a knack. He has a knack for being at a focal point of attention. He does it on the field. He does it off the field. They knew that. They've known that. That's not new. You know what I mean? That's not new. And Shermer, I thought, was very you know, absolute and, and addressing that in the post game presser and basically saying, go talk to Beckham. <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. <sighs> the division is so bad right now. Um, and I hate to drop the old NFC least thing, but there's every single one of these teams is, is weirdly inconsistent. They can give you yeah, a week yeah. where they look like, okay, they figured it out. And then they, they do other stuff. You're like, nope. And then they have bad breaks and bad bounces. And, you know, the best teams can – you might have a game where those, those things happen to you, where, you know, the ball doesn't break your way, stuff doesn't bounce your way. Uh, but every single season, <clears throat> there's always a team or two where the good breaks consistently happen. You know what I mean? For them. Yeah. Um, and, and none of these teams are, are in that <clears throat> mold. Like, late last year, that was Philly's time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had a lot of things break their way. That doesn't mean they didn't deserve to win the Super They did. They earned that. But they had some things that broke in their favor. So some of it is that you work for it. Some of it is that you're in a position to take advantage of it. Some of it is that you get a couple of bounces that go your way. And that's clearly not the case. It's not the case with Green Bay so far. It's not the case with the Redskins so far. It's not the case with the Giants so far. It's not the case with the Eagles so far. It's sure as hell not the case with the Cowboys so far. You know, it's tough. I mean, they're playing some ugly football. So, I, you know, what's their upside? I'm not sure. I, And I, I understand. I think with Beckham, you know that he's a fiery competitor and you know he has he's a little dramatic. He just is. That's part of the package. You signed him, that's the deal. I think where people are disappointed is not having a strong look, we all know Eli's in the back chunk of his career. Is it just this year? It might be. He hasn't announced. And I think that uh throw that Beckham had that he lobbed up to Saquon Barkley. I, I, I want to say the NFL Network said that was 45 yards, and it was longer than any Eli Manning passed this year, which is in part 
a veiled criticism of Eli, but it's also a reality of the line, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, Eli's not going to scramble around like a young guy. You know what I'm saying? That's not really his deal. So if they don't keep the pocket clean where he can, you know, step up or move around, you know what I mean? It's hard to set up throws that really benefit guys like Beckham if he doesn't have the time to do it. So you got to right. get and 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 and, 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 and you know anybody who follows Eli knows how much he he thrives on on play action. And so I mean, you you really got to have a line that yes. you could protect for that. And especially yes. now, you know, again, we've actually got a legitimate running game again. You know, a, a line that can protect well enough for the play action to work. Right, could be phenomenal. Could could I mean? So I don't know if they got to try to figure out uh, protection schemes where they can you know still you know comfortably get away with you know maybe two two receiver sets you know with with you know some successful play action uh, Ingram Ingram being hurt doesn't doesn't definitely doesn't, doesn't do anything but hurt doesn't help uh, doesn't, doesn't help their cause there uh, Ellison is a more of a, a, a blocking blocking tight end to be honest yeah. um, I, I'll say one stupid thing that it's stupid but it, it's just funny to me but it really bothers me that like two the, the Giants have two two receivers named Shepard that are you know catching balls right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's neither here nor there. Why? Why? Does, um, why would Sterling Sterling Shepard like beating the hell out of that bench on the sideline like it was Khabib going over the <laughs> going out into the crowd, dude? <laughs> well, if you want to listen to any media about it, it's because because the you know horrible influence of Odell Beckham. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but um, anyway, he, he he did go a little bit bananas. Was that right after that pick? Was that was that yeah. the play where Eli threw the ball and I, I don't I don't remember the name of the Carolina defender but it's like they read the route jumped the route and just went right in front of him and, and just stole that damn thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, and no, I mean I, I don't like seeing that kind of stuff on the sideline. I know that's you got to keep yourself uh, uh, contained. But um, yeah, I mean I, I don't know. I think for for Giants fans, um, the, the 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 bright sides of this of this year are going to be continuing to watch Barkley and think about the future with him. I, I, I'm not ready to, not ready to throw the towel in and think that we've right. got a you know three or four win season ahead of us. I, I would hope we can still get to, I don't know, maybe we're Prop somewhere. Bet. Some of the Browns number six, Prop six bet or for so. Mark. Prop bet for Mark. Will the Browns or the Giants have more win at the end of the year? <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty cool, man. Hey, another one. Could the Browns win the NFC East? <laughs> the Bra- as God. of right now, the survey says yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As of right yeah. now, yes. As of um, right now, the answer is yes. Um, that's weird to say. Side note: This podcast yeah, won't, won't yeah. be won't be posted in time for people to hear it before the game tomorrow night. But Giants Eagles Thursday night football. Any feel for the ugly? I don't know how that ugly bowl is going to play out. Yeah, I, I have no idea myself. Uh, Eagles got to figure figure themselves out without uh, Giant and uh giants i don't know it's, it's a weird one that I, I yeah i genuinely i don't feel like i have a an idea of what to expect um is this one where you do you think the giants are, are so desperate for a win i mean at this point that they might be able to pull that out absolutely yeah i mean it's at home yeah. right uh yeah yeah so i mean watching the colts patriots last week you saw players in pain going on and off the field from making tackles. I, I, I'm at a I don't point like, like football. yes, they got good games, but it just sucks for the players. It, I mean, you can just see it on their faces. They're in just such pain because they're not fully recovered from the week before. No. And 
and you know you're giving all out effort and you're not a hundred percent I'd much so. rather have staggered start times for some Sunday night games and Monday oh night my games God. yes please and I, I know that you, you you can't do it right now um, but I'd, I'd love Saturday Saturday night NFL I'd love that after the college um, season but, it, but you got it yeah you, yeah you got to get yeah. past college football yeah, I mean it's 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 just painful to watch sometimes. It, yeah. It's just sometimes you'll get some good football, but it, it's just a money grab for the owners, well, and it, it sucks. It sucks for the players. <clears throat> you know, I mean, freaking the Indianapolis guy almost paralyzed himself Thursday night because he was trying to play through the pain. No, I, I, I largely sure he, think Thursday night football is garbage. But hey, at least they've stopped with that stupid color rush crap, haven't they? I don't remember any of those yeah. recently. Yeah, I, I hope they have, but um, yeah, but I, you know, I, I think uh, I hope for, I hope for a good game. I mean, it, it may or at least it may, maybe a, a close game that may not be good for people who aren't fans. Ugly competitive exactly. is still okay. Maybe, maybe maybe ugly but competitive. You know, close score. Uh, Eagles are three point three three point road favors, and I think that sounds accurate. But, I uh, like the I, Giants plus three in that one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think. I mean, I, I think it's either a stay away or a Giants. You know, I, I don't see how you trust the Eagles. You know, on the road right now. Not yet. Um, not yet. They're but, not. They're um, not right. They don't. They don't look right. Short, they look like short they, week on the road. Yeah. Lost exactly. their starting <laughs> running back. Yeah, exactly. Too too many question marks there. I mean, not again. And I mean, that's not saying that the Giants are a slam dunk. No, uh, remotely. But I just think that it could be a very, you know, perhaps ugly. But I think the Giants could absolutely pull out an ugly win. I mean, again, they they could have in many ways should have beaten the Panthers. Um, so you know, it's it's uh, yeah. I, I, but I, I will say, I mean, I I know I, I came around to to talk about all the upcoming football, y'all y'all cover it. But you know, I, if there's one game that obviously I think everybody should be excited for. Uh, Patriots, KC. Oh my God, are you Sunny, kidding? Sunny nights, uh, ratings bonanza. I, 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 yeah. Fun times, baby. Fun Come times. on, oh they, my goodness. They, what are you telling me? They don't want to flex the 49ers into a prime time game to take that one away from Pat's <laughs> Chief? Come on, dude. <laughs> but I, I did. Have to say, I don't know if y'all y'all have seen this, but um, <laughs> no, no, never, never, never a dull moment. But I love you know Bel- Belichick. Of course, uh, was asked, does it does it feel like you're playing for the top seed in the AFC with this game? That the stakes are that. His answer. I feel like we're playing Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Belichick. I know he's not gonna he's not gonna give them that stuff. They they should know oh, better. They, they, should they, know they better. do, or at least they should. But you know, um, no. I still, I, I still feel like I go back and forth nonstop about who's the who's the better interview, Belichick or Pops. I, I don't I don't know. If they could interview, uh, if they could interview each fantastic other, fantastic in their own way, man. I mean, uh, true. Who was it that was saying like uh, the NFL today is like basketball on grass? Was that Ladanian Tomlinson? <laughs> Somebody was saying like the league right now is like basketball on grass. If that's the case, can you get Belichick and Pops to work together? Because that <laughs> that would be the best. I would, I would love that. I would that love would, to see that. That would be the best post game presser ever. And you know what? Yeah. Let Nick Saban intro them, just with some <laughs> little debbies. Just why not? I'll just give, give 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 Pops and Belichick like their own like you know, short like TV series or something like that. Well, Rumble. I mean, you'd have about like, five minutes of dialogue, and that would be. It. <laughs> I, I don't still know if you make like five entertaining somehow. Yeah, no, they'd be funny. Um, yeah. So, a couple of things. Number one, with the Eagles, I think you realize how much Wentz and that organization miss Frank Reich, and then miss the uh, the quarterback coach who's now with the Vikings, which I didn't know yes. before that game. 
But mm-hmm. uh, the Vikings looked like they had a pretty good feel for what Wentz was doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. um, oh, so, by the way, Fat Man touchdown. Oh, um, yeah. Temple oh, yeah. Joseth. Awesome. Yeah. Loved it. In we the do. shades and the oxygen How, I know, with the sunglasses and the <laughs> oxygen mask. How is the big guy not doing the feed me sign, right? Because that's really what the what the big dude, by the time you're breaking hey, he up. He already fat, man. He don't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what you saying? And uh, kudos, by the way, to Adam Thielen, first player in NFL history, er, Super Bowl era, to record 100-plus receiving yards in the first five games of a season. Salute. Nasty. Which is nasty, but. Salute. Yeah, salute. But to be fair, the way offense is going in the, in, in the NFL these days, he won't be the last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I thought, no. I thought it was interesting. I'm no. glad that. I mean, I, I don't know what refs can really do about this, but I heard that he like you know, came out with a quote talking about when he recovered that onside kick. He's like, dudes are in there just trying to grab your hair and fucking rip at your crotch. And yeah, he's like, I'm oh, glad I just got yeah. it. He's like, I'm glad I just got a haircut. And the league actually responded and was like. We're gonna try to have the officials looking into this. Like, what are they gonna do? They can't do anything. It's the it's bottom been of the bottom. Going bottle. on like, for years. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like it's a new thing. But okay. Look, if yeah, they, dude, they can, like grab your, they dick punch you and everything, man. <laughs> oh my it's god, like, five finger dick yeah. punch. What? <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm just saying. Look, if they can't get quarterback sacks right. Okay, I, cer- <laughs> I certainly don't. I certainly don't trust them to try to deal with. Onside oh. kicks, man. What's your oh. name? Harry Underwood. Tell me how my ass tastes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Great ass. I'm just saying. You said ball. There's no way they're gonna get that right. There's no <laughs> way they're gonna get that right, man. You can't. You can't do it. You can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. No. There's, there's no way. Um. All right. So, uh, you think it's gonna be a close game, Eagles Giants? We'll see what it turns into. Um, hopefully, it doesn't come down to some rando kick. And if there's, uh, you know, a, a tight run anywhere, uh, maybe they'll actually booth review it if it matters late. Maybe, probably not. Maybe, <laughs> but uh, I did, I did, I did. I will say back to the uh, Giants Panthers. I did like that trick play uh, with Beckham lobbing up that bomb. I thought it was pretty smooth. And I it was, was, and I was worried for a minute about Saquon Barkley when he got that touchdown. Dude, ten points for the leap, zero for the landing, bro. That looked super painful. I'm glad he's okay. All kidding is I'm, I'm glad he's okay because, uh, you know, they they need a little pop and a little upside, and and Barkley's upside looks legit. Uh, a lot of nice talent on that team, but I think it's clear at this point when they get into the draft next year, wherever they are, they they gotta they're gonna have to invest in a quarterback to groom, dude. Oh yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I, I, um, it's time. Uh, if, if I I can, we're kind of jumping all over the map, but uh, I know. a quick one. I know I know our our, uh, our Twitter Terminator was uh, away for the weekend, so he didn't get to watch much college football. But uh, I will say, well, a and it's kind of ironic with our uh, our uh, uh, Randy Giles, but uh, I think the Pit Pit uh, knocking off Cuse was the only was the only college pick'em that I that I missed. Would have would have would have had a clean sweep otherwise, but. One that that, that um, McGuffin and I strongly agreed on that mm-hmm. I actually put a large wager on that I can't believe I actually had to get nervous about. But Texas plus seven, that was dude, a great, was a crazy I game. Loved that bet, dude. That oh, was I, like I, my I, I favorite bet of the whole week. I did too. And for any anybody who, who wasn't aware, so Texas dominates the entire game. They're up, they're up twenty one going to the fourth. So of course, what happens? Oklahoma rattles off twenty one straight. <laughs> I mean, te- Texas just looks like they're just lost. 
it's just momentum is completely gone away from them and yeah. it just looks so awful and uh but sure enough you know texas does enough to to, to drive down they get they get stopped uh you know within field goal range uh to, to try a last second field goal they got a, a true freshman kicker so i mean it's it's a 40, 40 yarder which you know the pros well not this year but usually <laughs> the pros you think it's not easy, this year buddy not this year in the pros either, but as a true freshman, I mean, it's a, a lot of pressure. Yeah, drilled it, just drilled uh, it. By the way, Cleveland has reached out to see if he wants to just skip school altogether. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd say there's about seven NFL teams that have seen this. <laughs> Come on, uh, but uh, but man, I, mean, I, I couldn't believe because I mean, you know, it goes to overtime. You know, uh, I, I would say I can't 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 lose, but it could potentially you know wind up with a push on that bet, but. Uh, uh, just I, Texas. That was a wild game. It ended up 48-45. Anybody who watched it was was in for a treat. It was a great game, and um, Texas did almost everything right. But when Oklahoma rattles off twenty-one straight in the fourth, that's when you Texas uh, fans and degenerates like myself got pretty nervous. Were you ready to be on like one of those bad beats? Like it's <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just, <laughs> guaranteed that would have been a horrendous beat. Uh, I, I'd, have, I'd have been there. Yeah. yeah. Random yeah. side note to that, Mark. <clears throat> Amber and I watched that at a uh, this place called um, Bryant Cidery. It's a craft cidery place, Ooh. and I was having a bourbon and peach. Oh, 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 oh. actually, huh. solid, dude. It was very good. That sounds very interesting. I'm in intrigued. The, in a barn in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> you go instead of turning on that road to go to Devil's Backbone. You keep going straight for like another five, six miles, and mm. it's in the middle of nowhere. Mm. How about that? It's actually quite nice. The cell phones didn't work. It was fantastic. That sounds that sounds fantastic. Now I, I think I've, I told you all. You know, if we hopefully we all get together and talk capacity uh, over the holidays, uh, I will absolutely be bringing down some of that. Uh, Dogfish head liquor, especially the Sonic Archaeology, nice. the Prohibition Air cocktail. I that's maybe my favorite thing ever. I can't wait for y'all to try that. That's just incredible. But my God, that sounds fantastic too. Looking forward awesome. to that. We do we do have some breweries. We need to visit Trapezium. We need to do that one. I'd love to do the one fifty one run again. And look, I'm totally taking one for team, you know, uh taking one for the team with Team Awesome. Uh, since Sarah's going to travel down to Tampa for a chunk of time, so I'm flying solo with the kids. Uh, can't wait, as Bart Scott would say. Um, so I, Min- I, minus the apostrophe T. <laughs> yeah. So like I uh, so like I might need a 151 tour sooner rather than later. Distinct, <laughs> distinct possibility. I, I did. I did. I did. This one I did see the other day, Captain. Uh, uh, that's a uh, dogfish head's about to uh, come out with a limited. Uh, 75-minute 70, IPA. It's like, interesting. Wow. Can they do that in the 75-pack? <laughs> that would be nice, but I don't That would be so. expensive AF. <laughs> that would be very mm-hmm. expensive. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, as always, you can find us at uh, Keyword Sports Brew. That's Podbean, our home feed. LiveSportsCaster.com, certainly on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, all the good stuff, man. Keyword Sports and Brew. Anyway, we'll be right back. Got to refill those beverages, man. Huh. All right, man. We are back. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but let's get back on the horse, buddy. Hey, uh, can we do a salute o'clock for Mark yeah. Leaves? You know, we yeah, let's do a quick salute o'clock. And uh, I'm going to tee up the salute o'clock with a random side note that I think y'all will appreciate. 
Okay. Because we certainly have to give a tip of the cap and raise the glass to Drew Brees um, for uh, setting another record. That was badass. Um, I would prefer that have gone against a different team, but crap happens. That's that's football for you. Uh, but he deserves some love for that, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But uh, side note, and this was on PTN. I thought this was a funny, like just a random funny story. So Drew Drew Brees uh, Drew, Drew Brees Drew Brees played tennis. Right, and he gave it up around thirteen or fourteen years old, because he got taken to the woodshed by an eleven-year-old in Texas. The eleven-year-old that beat Drew Brees's ass was Andy Roddick. (laughs) 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 Drew, you made the right choice, buddy. (laughs) Salute! Cheers on that one! Wow! Salute! So I've got a uh, I've got a Jim Beam and and some Mexico, which mm. you know if you don't understand that in the wrong context that could really get me in trouble. But it's it just truly <laughs> is the real thing. Yeah, it's, it's the real thing. It's from Costco. It's cane sugar coke in glass bottles. It's really the good stuff. Uh, and then I also have uh, three notch goes to the forty third American Pale Ale. Now I wanted to drink. A coworker of mine gave me this beer, and Mark, you might get a kick out of this. This was a beer that she found at Trader Joe's, and it's called, and maybe you've had it, it's called For Whom, and it's an Imperial Mexican Stout with uh, ancho, I hope I'm saying that right, ancho, ancho, chilies, cocoa nibs, and cinnamon, and I really wanted to drink it, except I didn't know how it would sit on me during the podcast, you know what I'm saying, so I elected not to. Uh, but I, I I thought that was really nice of her to uh, give me a bottle of, of delicious beer. So thank you yeah. for that. She's a massive Patriots fan, Shannon. You totally love her. She's very funny. She, she gives me as much grief like all together as I give you guys. She, she I gives, mean, she, damn, that's impressive. She's very hey, one, funny. And one she, of my boys is Lindy, so yeah, I'll probably get along with her just great. Yeah, she she gives me complete rafts, <laughs> rafts of crap. Uh, but, uh, thank you, uh, for whom? Yeah. Trader Joe's. So I, I really want to try that beer, but I just, you know, I wasn't sure if that was a podcast beer, but I at least wanted to give it mention, uh, while we recorded. Cause that was, that was very thoughtful of her and I'm looking forward to drinking it. But I thought, I know Mark, we were talking about the spicy beers. So I thought that might be right up your alley. Sounds interesting. She said it was really good. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I may have seen it. I don't know that I've tried it, but I think I've seen it. Yeah. Um, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh. For whom? So next time you go to Trader Joe's, take a peek. Comes wholeheartedly recommended. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> uh, Shannon, what you got, bro? Dude, I'm rocking the South Street again. I'm going with the Barrel Aged Imperial Satan's Pony. It's an Imperial Am- Amber Ale. Excellent name. Mm-hmm. And it is delicious. Mm-hmm. And there's here's the art. Look at that pretty looking bottle that nobody in the podcast while they're listening will be able to see but we're enjoying it <laughs> we're enjoying it look yeah, it up to help everybody else no, <laughs> damn bro how to build a fan base <laughs> <laughs> go find it and drink it hey, if you don't like it go to russia there you go, there you go. shannon remember that somebody from earlier hey if you don't like it go to russia Randy. <laughs> 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 Randy, what you got, bro? Well, no beer tonight, but I'm doing uh, some cherry vodka and some Coke, so I'm having nice. a bit of a spiked cherry Coke. That, that sounds good. I like that. I like that. 
I actually love Cherry Coke. I can't even tell you the last time I had one, but I loved Cherry Coke as a kid. So good. So good. They need some yeah. they need some Mexa Cherry Coke at Costco and then I'd be in heaven. There you go. That would be that would be delicious. <laughs> uh Mark, what you got, bro? No, well, ironically, uh, uh, my wife is always fantastic of picking me up different uh, beers to try. Uh, grabbed from Trader Joe's, uh, Newton's Folly, uh, Barrel Selected Semi Dry Cider. Nice, very, very, very good. Oh, oh, actually, I forgot this this new this new beer I'm having. New beer. It's called the Baby Shark IPA. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> on that note on that note anyway <laughs> no make it stop Justin will you just let it go uh, there you go somebody finally went old school there you go there you go Thank you, Randy. <laughs> side note, that. side note. I love that it's October and we have a freaking storm named Michael. Are you kidding? Seriously. That, that is well played. Shit's For, about to get real. Yeah. Mother, yeah. somewhere, Mother Nature has a sense of humor. Yeah. Not in Florida, true. not in Florida right now. They don't, but. No, no not so much. That, but, uh, that, that storm is, is. Brutal. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be nasty. Didn't it move up to a category four? Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't been in a category five yet. Oh my yeah. lord, that's gonna get ugly. Yeah. It's, it's ugly it down there. It does yeah, it I did see yeah. one, and I meant to share it on my Facebook wall because um, I thought it was funny. Uh, and again, it, look, I hope everybody look. Stay safe as best you can. It's gonna get wild and woolly down there for sure. Uh, but we do like to laugh on certain things, and this one did make me chuckle. And it was a meme, and it just said, meanwhile, in Florida. And so it was like this business sign, and it says, we're open until the letters fly off the sign. <laughs> and that, that I thought was pretty funny. But uh, look, <laughs> get the hell out of there if you need to. Yes. Get the hell out, dude. Yeah. Don't, but, uh, don't play that game, man. Yeah, but I would say with all this uh, baby shark, uh, it, is, it is high time for me to break free. So uh, yeah. yeah. i don't blame you one damn bit yeah no it's okay but by the way uh last thing as you walk off to get out of here uh mark chiefs jaguars bortles gonna bortles isn't he oh my god (laughs) accurate yeah (laughs) dude how on earth are you having blake bortles throw that ball 61 freaking times man can't do it. Can't, yeah, running game. Can't do it. 61. I know they signed Jamal Charles. I don't know if they're going to get anything out of that guy. I'd love to see him have a couple of, you know, uh, kind of finish strong in the back end of his career. But his time is probably come and gone. Um, but, dude, Blake Bortles, 33 of 61. It, from a fantasy standpoint, you got 430 yards. But what did he have, like four picks and a fumble? I mean, good God, dude. Four picks, a fumble, and five sacks. Oh, Jesus. No, that's terrible. But kudos to Mahomes. I love the run. They won a tough game. Didn't throw for any touchdowns. Had a couple of picks, but he ran one in. I think you have to give kudos to the Chiefs for handling that in bad weather. Obviously, that was the old proverbial number one you know, offense versus defense thing. 
that's uh, probably a preview of, or we hope that's a preview of a playoff game. Although obviously the Chiefs handled this one pretty comfortably, um, but I would I would think reasonable expectation to see that again. But kudos to the Chiefs, kudos to Andy Reid, kudos to Patrick Mahomes, and just uh, you know they they did a good job against Jacksonville. That yeah. that that was that was a, that was that was a well earned win because Jacksonville is not an easy you know I mean that that that's a good team, dude, and they handled them. So you know, I, typically we're waiting for the Chiefs slide, kind of mid season slide. I don't I don't know that we're going to get that this year. I'm telling uh, you right now. At, at, at the moment, it certainly doesn't. I don't love their defense, but you know, if you get it, here's the thing, and Shannon, you know this because you I mean Peyton Manning and the Colts. If you put points on the board and you get the right situation, sometimes your defense looks much better because you might give up yards, <laughs> but you get to be aggressive. You know yep. what I mean? You get to yeah. be aggressive and go after people. So it's I mean, left- we, 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 hmm? we, we talk, we've talked about it so much, but yeah. I mean that that I just every time I think about it, I feel like somehow like it becomes more and more unfair. But that offense just has so many ridiculous weapons. Yes, it's just not. It's, it's just it's not. It's very it's not fair because I mean, what well, you, you you can't. You got to take away Hill, Kelsey, Hunt, Hunt. Mahomes. Yep. I, I mean, it's just that's, and then that's, Sammy Sammy Watkins is coming on now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They got a lot of that's, they, they got a lot of good players, man. Ruthless. And, so, uh, you know, and yeah. watching the re, I haven't. I, we're gonna get the benefit of seeing more Kansas City games, and I'm very curious to see how can you know how Chiefs Patriots goes. Now, I don't think the Patriots are at their peak yet. That's gonna be late season. But if I mean, God bless if the Chiefs can go because that's in New England, isn't it? Oh yeah. If the Chiefs can go into New England and beat New England after beating Jacksonville, my God, what a statement that would be! Again, the Patriots aren't peaking; it's too early for them. But I, I, I want to see the chess match, the coaching and positional. You know what I mean? I want to see the chess match of how that how that goes. Um, they, obviously, they obviously look a lot better with Edelman back. And, oh, of course. And I, I'm, I'm happy to see that Gordon is getting you know mixed in there, and, and he's, he's yes. had a few good catches for him. And, and so, uh, no, they're nowhere near peak New England yet, but certainly they're they're far better than they were week one or week oh, two. Of course, of uh, course. Gronk, Gronk, Gronk is the only piece to me that uh, he just does not look like himself. But um, yeah, he's I don't know. I just don't know that he's really all there anymore. Uh, eh, we'll see. It, you know what? Gronk will be able to shake off this rust. <laughs> he will be able to do it. <laughs> Shannon. Oh, you had to dig deep for that one, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I, I do. I do. I, I appreciate that. You know, I'm just making sure. I was writing down to make sure we got all the ones down. Did we got everything uh, in that needed to get in there? I, I, I dreamed a dream that we got them all down, you know? Oh, I thought you were going to say that Gronk was going to be able to turn back time. That's what I thought you were going to do. <laughs> and be like old Gronk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who did Randy have pulling out before? Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Don't pull out. Mi- look, as many kids. <laughs> look, Philly Rib got enough kids. He ain't pulling out, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's not the method. That's you don't all, do it. That's also true for uh, wh- whatever Crow Marty that was. I don't forget which one. <laughs> Antonio, right? <laughs> Maybe. Oh yeah, pull out methods. Not, the rhythm method apparently is not working for them. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
Anyway, oh my god. They, they obviously let it go, so, no, you know. No. <laughs> wow. Sorry, is that too soon? <laughs> Y'all are so ridiculous, man. You get me every time. Um... <laughs> Every time, man. So, so ridiculous. I had a point I was going to make the mark, and now I've forgotten it because we got <laughs> sidetracked Sorry. by all that stupidity. Sorry, bro. Oh, no, it's okay. It's Oh, oh, oh. Here's the other thing. And, and, you know, I haven't watched enough Chiefs games to really have a good feel for this, but one thing against the Jaguars and the highlights, man, I tell you, that offensive line is doing a good job for Mahomes. Now, I know mm. he can move around, and he's got a, a super quick release. I, I get that. But I actually thought that pocket was pretty clean a lot of the time for him. So I, I think we need to pay, a, you know, if we haven't done so yet, I'm really curious to see how that pocket is and how the offensive line does um, once we start seeing more Chiefs games because they, they did a good job. And, and, you know, I know that's the unsung heroes kind of deal. We can talk about the skill position players. We've given Mahomes plenty of love and their skill positions plenty of love too. But if that offensive line is blocking well and setting him up for success, that's a big win. Uh, we were talking about the Giants earlier and the evolution of that offensive line, and they've blocked like ass. You know what I'm saying? And think 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 about how tough that's been on Eli. We talk about him with the play action and drop back. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a real big thing for a young quarterback to be able to really trust our offensive line and their play calling. You know that the, there's a lot of a lot of variables at play, but that when I was watching the highlight package, man, woo. That line was doing a good job, and, a, and a, a lot of the time against Jacksonville. I'm not saying they were perfect, but he had a nice pocket on a lot of those throws, man. Uh, go ahead. True. Oh, so I was just gonna say. I mean, you know, you're absolutely right. So that's a uh, Chiefs Giants Super Bowl. That's gonna be an interesting one. I don't know what to expect, but it's gonna be an interesting one. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you got this year's version of Madden. Enjoy it. <laughs> and somewhere oh, yeah. somehow i think drew Brees just threw for another couple hundred yards against the redskins thanks for that <laughs> all right mark uh you go ahead and get on get on out of here we'll we'll wrap up and 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 shut this bad boy down uh any walk-off thoughts well it can be um, about the nine inch nails and be football and be whatever you want if you've never seen nine inch nails in concert before find a way uh, if you watch one single football game this weekend, please, for the love of God, watch the Patriots Chiefs game. <laughs> that should be phenomenal. Um, I'm gonna take a close look. I don't know if the uh, Shannon, have you seen the line moves has moved at all for uh, either team? And it's, it started as a plus three for the Chiefs, I believe. Which you know, man, how tempting it is to take the Chiefs, but uh, it, yeah, it went up to three and a half the last I saw it. I haven't checked uh, mm. since probably Monday, mm-hmm. but. I mean, three and a half on the road for an undefeated team. I, I, I would just—it's <laughs> hard, hard to not think that that's damn tempting. thing. Now it could I, be a, it could be a sucker I, bet. It Absolutely could be, could be, but I'd throw a hundy on that if I had the money. So you know, yeah, it's it's, it's uh, maybe, maybe maybe sports brew should pull pull together and uh, start placing a team sports brew wagers. Um, <laughs> I th- I, I, I'm pretty sure I made a Bovada account somewhere that you were in charge of. So probably somewhere probably yeah. <laughs> Did, um, <laughs> did you burn up all that cash with bad bets? Did I, I miss? Watch Justin have like <laughs> five million in assets, and he doesn't know about it yet. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a. Uh, why can't I think of the dude's name that does bad beats with ESPN? Uh, Scott Van Pelt. SVP. Scott SVP. Van Pelt. Yeah, yeah. It, there's probably an SVP segment on 
uh, how DSTAT handled that Bavada account. <laughs> <laughs> it was all WNBA losses. Damn it. By the way, did y'all see that 49 to 10 game where it's like a. It ended up being like a, it was a 13 and a half point spread. It was 49 to 10, and then the team scored 26 unanswered to get it to 13 to Come cover. Oh, my God. In the fourth quarter. Uh, I, th- I think I know the one you're talking about because I, I always try to catch him. Anybody who doesn't watch this every Monday, he, yeah, Van Pelt, and I forget the other guy's name, but they do the bad beat segment. And, and I it's, like I mean, it's fantastic. Too. It's painful. Stanford Steve, yeah. Yeah, Stanford Steve. It's fantastic. They're, they're great together, and it's oh it's painful. God. I know the one that I, I was in, in awe of recently was uh, one where I think uh, the under was so safe for the entire game, and I think the last three minutes of a point in this game, the, the teams combined scored – well, they, they got two touchdowns, and then I think there's a, a completely pointless Hail Mary in the end for, for no reason. The ball gets tipped around and caught in the end zone, and that pushes the total over. So, like, 21 oh. points in the last three minutes, and it's like, I, I don't know what you do at that point. You just you just drink. If you're on the wrong side of that, you just drink. Uh, I always say, and I'll shut up after this, but I always say, you know, I mostly believe that's, you know, for every bad beat, you know, you, you have a, a crazy win or a lucky win. So I've had plenty of my share, but sometimes it's a bad beat that, that, that sticks with you for at least a few weeks. That one, that would stick with you for at least a few weeks, probably Maybe. a couple months. Especially if you got a big bet on it. That's... But. Hey, I, I got a good bad beat for you. You know, so UK and Texas A&M, the line was five and a half Texas A&M. <laughs> so... They go to overtime, tied at 14. Kentucky gets a 43-yard field goal attempt. Now, 43 yards for college kicker should be pretty easy, right? Kid doinks it on the middle part of the of the goal post, and it comes back. What does Texas A&M do? Touchdown run. Win by six. <laughs> yeah, that one stinks. That one stinks. So, I know there were... I mean, I felt good about the five and a half, man. But Jesus, really like that? <laughs> that's rough. That, that's <laughs> exactly. That's brutal. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god! By the way, I'd, I'd like you to know that this might be the longest segment one we've ever done. We just hit an hour and forty minutes, <laughs> which is accidental. Yeah. So um, I tell you Lord. what, I know. Let's wrap up. And uh, get yeah. Mark out of here, and then we'll button up a couple of thoughts. I'll just split it earlier than this, um, okay. and we'll just do a couple of tie-up thoughts and get out. Uh, okay. But Mark, I think we exceeded your time allotment because it's one. That's quite all right. So it's all good. It was it fun, was twelve thirty central central time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. central time. Exactly. That's, that's what I meant. Right. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's but what nah, he meant. Hey. That's what he meant. Like, of course, yeah. absolutely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, damn, damn good, damn good times as always. And, that's fun. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, uh, looking forward to this weekend. Uh, yeah, Pats, Chiefs. Have we ever? Phenomenal. Have we ever talked about the Browns this much? Like, no, uh, no, no. But you know what? I think they've earned it, and that's uh, that's pretty crazy. And <laughs> did I think that going into this year? No, nope. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been it's been as as it usually is the first few weeks, kind of a strange season, and there's definitely been some craziness. And I think uh, I think the Browns are pretty close to that top spot for you know. 
most baffling. But uh, yeah, you know what? It'll be a fun story to watch. And you know what? Shannon could absolutely be on the right end of it. The Browns could be ready for a complete nosedive and win one game the rest of the year. What do we, what, what do we go? Oh, six oh, and a half? So. Six and a half, right? Uh, we're thinking, we're six, and a half. six and a half. Shannon's on, on the, the under. under six and a half, and the rest, rest of us are on the over. All right. I think they'll be competitive, man. But that, so, uh, we'll, that, back, we'll, that back half of that schedule is brutal. Let's let's say between now and the next time we record, we'll figure out what that wager is actually yes. going to be. What was it? Harry Underwood says yes. Actually, we should, we should actually <laughs> to be fair to, to Shannon, we should have to well for all of us. We should we should have to figure it out before the weekend starts, or before the game starts on Sunday, so we can true have it at what the current current record is. All so. right, Mark, I'm going to send you off with one of the best calls of the week. I like it. Le ha sobrado distancia, le van a servir. Tiene altura, tiene profundidad, va a llegar, va a llegar. Ganó, lo ganó, 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 señor, ganó, lo ganó, ganó, lo ganó. Ya se la va a I was hoping you had that queued up. Yeah, me I don't even know what he said at the end, but holy crap. I, heard, I, I, had, I hadn't heard that one. That one was great. That was the Spanish radio call of the Giants versus Carolina when Gano like totally crushed that sixty-three yarder. And I don't need to hear any highlights of anything with the Redskins and the Saints. I need none of them. I Yeah, I suffered through that one straight up. No, actually the, the best part of that, honestly, the best part of that uh was Drew Brees uh Celebrating with his teammates and then and with his kids. rolling off to his kids. I actually thought that was really nice. Oh, that's phenomenal. That was so cool that they had the, the, the mic on him for that. Yeah, I mean, it, no matter who you are, you know, I think we all, we all recognize that humanity should come first. And I, I, unless there's some deep, deep secret stuff that we don't know about, I've always been yeah. a fan of Breeze and everything Breeze I've known about him. Dude. Seems like a great guy, family guy, charitable guy. Um, and yeah, that was a phenomenal moment with to see him and his family and hear hear the stuff he was saying his family. And um, I like when he, he he first went back on the field and still had the certificate in his hand, had to run back off and hand it to his family. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a great moment. His laminated certificate. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, here's the thing with his kids. Here's the thing with his kids. It was a good moment, though I think it was ridiculous that the NFL flagged Drew Brees and the Saints for celebrating. Come on, they, oh, of course they had, they had yeah, a Redskins like, decline like, that. By the way, I, I no, wasn't no I don't think the Redskins they, declined it. I don't think they did. I would have declined that out of. They should have declined you know, it. How on earth they those those jack wagons made a damn laminated sheet for him. They had everybody under the sun ready down there to celebrate, and they're gonna flag them. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you freaking so, so, kidding so, me? Snyder, NFL, Snyder, Snyder told Gruden. Snyder told Gruden he had to accept it. But. NFL, how do you f that up? And that needs to be played, dude. Like seriously, dude. <laughs> that's just one of those things that's so stupid. You know what I mean? Like, why? There's, there's absolutely zero reason to flag. I mean, there's just no no good reason under the sun to flag that Come moment. On. He's been nope. an all-time pat. You know what I mean? Like, that's an all-time record. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Oh, At huge. home? Yeah. 
And in that moment, what was it, a 62 or a 65-yard touchdown to do 62 it? 62-yard touchdown pass to uh, Traquan Smith, I believe was the kid's name. Ridiculous. Not sure where the defense was, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was a great play. How do you fuck that up? Because you're, you're the effing NFL. I mean, just stupid to flag that. The so National dumb. Flag League. Yeah, that's just it's just <laughs> dumb, dude. It's just dumb. It's not as dumb as Antonio. Uh, not, not well, Antonio Brown throwing furniture from a 14th floor. That's pretty dumb. It's I wouldn't say it's not as dumb as Juju Smith Schuster giving birth to a football um, as a touchdown <laughs> celebration. That was kind of funny. But I mean, come on, dude. Come on. Don't flag that man for that. Don't flag that man for that. That is an absolute garbage. That's a garbage ass thing to do. You have a laminated sheet that you're getting him to hold up. You got him posing with refs. Jump. No. You you can't buy the man a freaking real no. plaque. I mean, come on. <laughs> you're that cheap. You make nine, ten billion a year. You get the man something nah, laminated. I mean, you don't get that. You you get do a, laminators still exist? Yes. Apparently in the NFL. They do. Hey, look, man. Look, I work in a place where laminating is really a cherished thing. By the way, this is very. That's a cherished thing. Don't be hating on laminators, bro. I'm not. I'm just I'm, saying, I'm man. Just saying, like, when I'm just you saying, make dude. Ten billion a year. Dude, you should like to think the. You know, the league should have been like, you know what, Drew Brees. Thank you, and you're welcome. I know it's a lot. That's it. Damn it, I almost spit out my beer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on. Drew hey, Brees, thing- thank you and you're welcome. Two things on Drew Brees. A, in the NFL draft in 2001, the Redskins, instead of taking Drew Brees, took Rod Gardner. Thanks. Which we know is the 50-50 drink here on the sports brew. So thanks for that, Rod. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? <laughs> and second, 2006, Miami Dolphins. Seriously, you, you did not take Drew Brees. Hey, hey, Dante Culpepper, buddy. Look out. You took Dante Culpepper and Look said out. Drew Brees. Look out. You might need to do that soundbite one more time on that one. <laughs> and Nick Saban, that's your own damn fault, How dude. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Think about how different things would have been, though. Think about all the franchises, all the coaches, and all the players had Breeze gone to Miami. How different. And you know what I had what, forgotten what about? Nick is Saban that even look, get Alabama at this point? I know. Well, think about this. Green Bay. Green Bay declined to, you know, essentially to hire Sean Payton because it was a Mike McCarthy. Great job, guys. Good, good choice. Good choice. Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, y'all. Thanks. Just saying. How? Yeah. <sighs> Oh, well. Anyway, good job, good effort. This one's really more for Shannon than anything else, but I guess we ended up talking about Drew Brees. So, I did love his PSA. Peyton, you know what? Even if you don't like the guy, the the Mannings are funny. Eli, Peyton, they're funny. Peyton, FYI, <laughs> Drew Brees just broke your record. Uh, which one? All-time passing yards. Passing yards? Oh, okay. So, I still have the touchdown record, right? 
He's actually on pace to break that too. What? <laughs> Great. Drew, for a thousand days, I've held the record for all-time passing yards in the NFL. And I gotta tell you, it's been the greatest a thousand days of my life. And thanks to you, that's over now. And you've ruined that for me. So thank you very much. I have nothing left to look forward to except <laughs> slicing my tomatoes, making dinner for my family, putting together this wedge salad. Also, let this serve as the congratulations for the touchdown record, because as you can see, I'm very busy. I don't have time to keep doing these videos for you, <laughs> congratulating you. But in all seriousness, Drew, congratulations on this record. You've done it the right way. All your hard work and dedication have paid off. You and I have come a long way since this picture back in 2000 when you were in. Dude, that picture he showed it was great. Oh, yeah. It was, it was from when he had the Manning camp and yeah. Drew Brees went when he was at <laughs> Purdue. Yeah. Wow. It's a good thing that Peyton didn't invite Andy Roddick to that camp. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, dude. <laughs> hey, it's a good thing he didn't invite Bob Knight to that camp because Bob Knight is sick and tired of losing to Purdue. Hey, look. <laughs> Only Bob I want to talk about is Bob Euchre, buddy. That's it. Hey. That's it. I'm with you there, bro. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right, folks. All right, man. Go get some rest, Mark. Good night, yeah. bro. Peace cool. out, folks. I'll see y'all soon. All right. Sounds Late. good, man. Later, man. Late. Eight. <laughs> okay, uh, back. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but it's not the beginning of a new segment. I think we, I think segment one, we lifted the heavy lumber, man. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and burn through a couple of things real quick and wrap up and get on out of here, and uh, we will weigh in on Whitfield and Mason Crosby. That's about <laughs> that's about all that needs to be said, dude. Four missed field goals, a missed extra point, garbage, dumpster fire. And I'm so glad I benched uh, Aaron Rodgers for Carson Wentz in fantasy football. That worked out really well. Really yeah, well. Yeah, 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 great. Two lost fumbles. I mean, that was just ugly. It was I'm ugly, not sure dude. what the heck happened to Green Bay that day, dude. That was like Twilight Zone stuff. Yeah, I mean, Galladay was out there looking like Calvin freaking Johnson on a couple of those plays. Um, you know. As the season progresses, there are teams that are going to look back at certain losses and you're going to go, man, you, you really needed that game and you blew it. And it's not to disrespect Tennessee. The, yeah, <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah. Some of the games that they've had, some of the games the Packers have had, um, you know, and, and by the way, Dolphins, kudos for blowing that, <laughs> blowing that lead against the Bengals, by the way. Yeah. Uh, not, good job. Good effort. Bengals scored what twenty seven unanswered points? Is that what it was? Ridiculous. It was something ridiculous like Com that. Completely yeah. ridiculous. Tannehill going to Tannehill, or Tannehill with his, <laughs> Tannehill with his Blake Bortles like impression. I don't know what was going on with that. I think my favorite moment of that game was uh, there was this moment where Tannehill was under pressure, and he does some weird hook shot throw that bounced off a dude's head, and it went right to a, a Cincinnati defender <laughs> for the defensive touchdown. He just ran that thing back in. This is awful. <laughs> So, good job, bro. Yeah, good job, good effort. Get that Natty 77 pack because in, <laughs> in Dolphins land, you're, you're going to need it, buddy. Yeah. Maybe they had it beforehand. Who yeah. knows? Just maybe they just kicked in at that yeah, point. Maybe. Just remember that you were 3-0 at some point, right? Yeah. Undefeated really matters that early in the season. Womp, womp. <laughs> Feels but, like a month ago. I know. It, it does. 
kudos to the Browns um, and really the way that the league year is going. I mean, a 12-9 game is an absolute slugfest, <laughs> so kind of mm-hmm. ugly. But uh, I, I, you know, it's hard to it's hard to believe that the Browns, you know, ended up with another OT game, and they blocked Justin Tucker. Don't forget that they blocked the Justin Tucker field goal at the end of the first half. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. And you know, the the Ravens were close uh, in the fourth quarter. Flacco had a pass that went off the hands of Crabtree in the end zone. You know, and and as you can always talk about with a lot of these games and in the, in, in the NFL, man, it's the old proverbial coulda, shoulda, woulda. You know, the old if if you know if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, every day would be Christmas. I mean, there, there's a lot of those moments in games where you're just like, this one play, man, really could have changed the outcome. So, but kudos to the Browns for that. I really like uh, the direction that they're going up with Baker Mayfield. I think he fits. That's a good mentality for that team. Um, and, and I know we talked about him planting the flag and some of his arrogance, but he's really, you know, he looks like he is a leader of that team. And that's a, that's a pretty strong, you know, reflection for a, for a rookie. That's, it's a real big deal. And, and Cleveland needs some confidence. You know what I mean? They need a guy like Baker and we don't know what his career is going to turn out to be, but at least for right now, the here and now, uh, it certainly looks like they made the right decision. This is nothing against, you know, Tarod or Tyrod Taylor, you know, solid guy. But, you know, Baker Mayfield's on a different level. And I think the team is clearly responding to, to him as a, as a person and as a player. And it's good to see. Um, Lord knows that's a franchise that needs some success. Yes. You know, I mean, they, they have burned through it, it just an astounding amount of quarterbacks uh, to get to where to where they are right now. So... I would like to see Baker Mayfield, you know, turn that around. I think if you're an NFL fan and you appreciate good football, even if you're not a fan of the Browns, I think that's one of those things. It's a good story. It's a really, really, really good story. So we'll see if it continues. I just had a really, really bad song reference from Turn It Around. It was Turn the Beat Around. Oh, I thought you were going to go like, like don't turn around like ace of base. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that like, would have been worse, but Well, you you can still have it. No. <laughs> I'll take don't turn. <laughs> uh, killing me smalls. You hey, killing me. You killing me smalls. <laughs> hey, well, you know. Turn the beat around? Is that what you want? Is that Glor- is that Gloria Stefan? Is that yes. who that was? And what the Miami yes. Sound Machine or whatever? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> there you go, McGuffin. There you go. Make her make feel good. There it is. Was it was it a Browns fan that was pissing on somebody's gravestone a few years ago? We we talked about it in the podcast. It's been a long time, but honestly, it wouldn't shock right. me. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Where a Cleveland fan pissed on someone's gravestone. Maybe all on uh, the dude that passed away, the uh, owner. Oh, oh, well, actually, before we get to that, I was going to say for Randy, since he was talking about the pullout method, wouldn't that be turn the meat around? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, yes, it would. Well, oh, that's right, Shannon. Someone did. Someone was pissing on Art Modell's grave, weren't they? 
That's what it was. Uh huh. That's what it was. Peeing on Modell's grip, which is bad form. Shouldn't have done that. But I, I could swear that was a Browns fan that pissed on Modell's grave. Well, yeah. That, it had to have been because, yeah. you know, when you move the team, un- you know, just be like, I'm moving the team to Baltimore. Huh? Yeah. There you go. There it is. There it is. There it is. Pretty wild. So it had to have felt pretty good for Cleveland beating Baltimore to be like, yeah. Oh, my see what God. Happened. Are you kidding? That's a glorious win for them. It's a glorious win for them. Uh, kudos, uh, by the way, to the Steelers for turning it around uh, and looking, probably playing their most complete game of the season. I don't know what the hell is up with the Falcons. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, I'm like, the Steelers brought the lumber and the Falcons, they brought the slumber. I, I just, that's a team I don't understand. They should be better than they are. Clearly, they still haven't recovered from the loss of Kyle Shanahan. That's a lot of skill position talent to waste. And uh, I, I know their defense isn't right. I know they've had a lot of injuries on that side of the ball, but my God, to have Ryan and Ridley and Julio and their running backs and new no, I mean just they Freeman got, and um, I know Coleman. I mean, there's so many offensive weapons, and you yep. put up 17 on Pittsburgh, who sucked. I mean, kudos, kudos to the Steelers, or as you know, AB might say, the you know Steelers Wi-Fi game was strong. Um, but just uh, the Falcons have to be one of the busts or disappointments of the season. I mean, like bar none, certainly the Eagles. And by the way, Philadelphia, um, <laughs> getting a little rough there. Keep in mind that the o- only one defending Super Bowl champion has made the playoffs after starting two and three. Either you want to wager a guess as to who that was. Two and three? I'd be impressed if you got this. Only one defending Super Bowl champion has made the playoffs after starting two and three. You want to um, hint, hint? Give us the decade. 90s. Dallas? It is the Cowboys. That's a really good guess. Now, I was about I'd, to say, because they won the most Super Bowls in the 90s, if memory serves me correctly. Yep. They're, the, they're the only one that's done it. That's it. That's it. And, uh, you know, kudos to the Rams for having cojones. Um, that was an entertaining game. Uh, I know you're not a Seahawks fan, Randy, but I was surprised at how much fight Seattle had in them. Um, and they, I, I want to say they traded the lead like five times, maybe six, six times in that game. It was a little bit ridiculous. Um, but I love the fact that the Rams sealed the win with a fourth-and-one quarterback sneak. Loved that. After they stonewalled Gurley, which was a great defensive play uh, by Seattle to, to stonewall him and keep him from getting the first, I loved the cojones of McVay and of the Rams going for it. Um, well, let's don't forget that Pete Carroll called the timeout. I out, know, I know, I know. Which, which made them rethink their play. I know. And then, still. I mean, I mean, still. They went it, to win it. They went to win it. They went to you finish know, it. They went to win it. They they didn't want to give. They they did not want Seattle to have another opportunity. And I, I can't blame them. blame them. Can't blame them for that. Can't blame them at all. No, for and, that. and and I applaud that effort. Just like I applaud Frank Reich for trying to yeah. go win the game. You lose sometimes. You win sometimes. You Jason lose. Jason Garrett, please take at, notes. At least you're not Jason Garrett. Who That's right. Is going. <laughs> I love. I love some of the. Um, <laughs> And it was Black Sports Online talking about Jason Garrett, and like mm-hmm. some of the the responses were, Jason Garrett is the guy that drives below the speed limit on the interstate. 
Like that was probably my favorite uh, one. I do like that one. That's good. That that was outstanding. That's that's, that's about right. Like he just does not he no. does not throw caution to the wind. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, as far as Rams go, I picked a great week to think that I'm going with the hot hand and playing Jared Goff and and benching uh, Drew Brees. Yeah, that was oh, a boneheaded move. That was a terrible decision, dude. Is, think, is that a fantasy bad beat? That's a fantasy you, you bad could beat. You say that. As far as Dallas goes, yeah, it seems like yeah. Jason Garrett's channeling his inner Jeff Fisher. Oh, yeah. The land, <laughs> land, land of mediocrity. Land of mediocrity. That is for sure. <sighs> Which... <laughs> That's about right. Th- that's that's, a, that's a good analogy, Randy. It is. No, that that's fitting. So, <laughs> Big D. <laughs> not exactly. <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> not quite. Mm-hmm. I'd like to think that Big D would have been able to push through and to break free. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On that fourth and one. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, dear Jason Garrett, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> how do you fuck that up? His balls were on fire. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might be on the hot seat, and he probably deserves to be. Probably deserves to be. <laughs> It's ridiculous. By the way, kudos to Kirk Cousins. All right, he's on he's on pace. By the way, and it's still early yet. Still early yet. He's on pace for 515 completions, 723 attempts, 5,402 yards, and 35 touchdowns. Now, nah, he, he wasn't worth first... that contract at all. No. Nope. Now, isn't he the first quarterback to have 30 plus completions in like four consecutive games? Did I did I hear that right? I I haven't seen that stat, but uh, he's he's been productive. He's not the reason that they, you know, he's not the, the 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 focal point of their problems. They need to figure out their run game. They need Dalvin they Cook did. to get right. Uh, the defense defense has clearly not been the same. They've had some moments, but they haven't been the same. Uh, but Kirk Cousins isn't the problem with them. No. So um, and, no, he's obviously he's been worth the money so far. Yes. Now we'll see if he's going to be worth the money late season when you know <laughs> when you have to win. We'll see if he has a brain fart like he did in Redskin Land. But again, you know, I remember in years past, I wasn't sure how much of that was on him and how much of that was on the coaching staff. You know what I mean? Uh, right. For not having the team ready for some of those big things. But you know, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Oh, this is what I was trying to find. I'm glad I finally found it um, about Baker Mayfield. Do, do, do you guys listen to Colin Coward at all? He's grown on From me. From time to time. I used to really dislike him, and he's grown on me. And so I, I, I kind of like his shtick at this point. But I, I usually do Dan Patrick, then I do Rich Eisen, and then I do Colin Coward. And uh, But anyway, I like this part because Coward was really <laughs> not a Baker Mayfield fan. At one point, he called him undraftable. And uh, one of the things I like about Colin Coward, and it took me a while, again, it took me a while to get used to him. One of the things I do like about him is he'll throw stuff out there, but he'll take it like when it blows up in his face, that dude just takes it. You know what I mean? Um, right. And he'll give people grief, but he's he's kind of funny about it. So uh, he's not quite as raging, ridiculous, hot take as, say, Skip Bayless. 
but he he'll definitely throw some stuff out. But I love this part um, after uh, you know after the Browns won. Uh, Joel Klatt wore a Baker Mayfield jersey on uh, Coward's show, and I and I love this part. So here you go. Joy, Colin deserves it. I, I don't disagree with you. Thank you. There we go. See? So, yeah, maybe every time he wins, I'm going to wear the jersey. Although, did, I, did you agree with me? Because I said that Baker should be starting from week one. Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Of course. And I mean, by the way, did you watch Sam Darnold last week? Holy moly. Home run balls. <laughs> fireworks show. Boom. You see who he's throwing to? You try to, you try to make this he's, about, he's, like, he's, like, I don't like Darnold. He, I love Darnold. He's That's throwing the thing. Terrell. I never said, here's the difference. You know what the difference is? What? I never said, Darnold's undraftable. I would. That's what you said about me. Undraft. Yeah, because Darnold's take him not. Off my board. He didn't not, grab his junk. He didn't grab his junk. He didn't have a cop video. If Darnold was grabbing his junk and had a cop video, boom, out of here. Guess what Mayfield has? What? Cop video, junk, and two wins. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A cop video, junk, and two wins. <laughs> Love that. I thought that was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. But uh, look, as we wrap up and get out of here, um, again, a kudos to, to Drew Brees to come back from that shoulder injury, which was really a horrific injury. Um, and I think people, you know, if, if you don't remember how severe that was, um, that was, brutal. yeah, I mean, that was a real significant thing, um, which took at, at James Andrews, Dr. J, you know, at, that was a big deal to get him fixed and get him right. And at, look, I mean, he, Miami wouldn't touch the guy. Think about that. Think about that. You could, dear Dolphins fan, do you know how much better your trajectory would have been in the AFC East <laughs> if you still had Drew Brees and not Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> I'm just saying. Hell of a career. It's not over yet. Uh, clearly, he got paired with a, with the, uh, an excellent head coach for who he is. They had a nice run post-Katrina. They did have some years where you're like, seriously, this is all you're going to do. Uh, and you can argue about the amount of cap space he's taken up from time to time, but uh, Drew Brees deserves. You know, he strikes you as he's a guy. Worth that, it. Yeah, he he does a lot of things right. Uh, clearly, a community leader, a team leader, absolute first ballot Hall of Famer. And by the time he said, by the time his career is done, he's probably going to have all of the records of significance. You know, barring an injury or something weird happening, he's probably going to have everything: yardage, touchdowns. I, look, well, I, I know he's got the benefit of playing in a dome, and people can belabor that point. And let's that's not fair. forget that Brady has five hundred, and he's got four ninety nine. So. I know, I know. We'll see who plays longer. Uh, <laughs> that that's yeah. He and Brady are going to go back and forth and probably trade some things. But um, you know, you know, Breeze does have the benefit of playing in a dome. Does that help him? Yes, it does. Does you know? Is it one of those things I'm gonna hold against him? No, it's not. It's part of the dialogue. It's part of the conversation. But for somebody of, of that size, for somebody to come back from that kind of injury, for somebody to go to a franchise that was largely a dumpster fire for the majority of their existence and be part of the turnaround for that, it's historic. And I know, I know, Shannon, you took it in the chin with that one. But that's a hell yep. of a that's a hell of a career. That's a hell By of a career. Way, just just so you guys can see this. This is my Colts trash can. You see the dent mm-hmm. right here. Thank you, Tracy Porter. <clears throat> That's the guy who picked off Peyton Manning and ran it back for a touchdown. That's why there's a dent in this trash can. So Tracy, totally, totally justifiable. 
Pump and go, Peyton, not the freaking slant. Pump and go? Yeah, because if he had done a pump and uh, go, Reggie was wide open in the end zone. I thought we were talking about Philip Rivers again with pump and go, but you know. No, that's pushing. <laughs> I'm going back to Chariots of Fire, dude. No, <clears throat> <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I remember Drew Brees in college watching him at Purdue. And I knew when he got drafted, somebody would get a steal. And, uh, you know, I, my, one the of Redskins my second, did, duh. Rod Gardner, hello. Get the hell out of here. Sec, my first NFL game was um, the the Patriots Colts when it was the fourth, uh, for, uh, the goal line stand game, mm-hmm. if you remember that one from 2003. <clears throat> but my second game, I bought tickets to back. Almost when the season started was San Diego at Indianapolis when Peyton set the touchdown record, and it was Drew Brees versus Peyton Manning. Nice, and, and you know it was such a great game, and you know Peyton set the record at the end, and I, I do remember at the end of the game, you know Drew Brees went up to him and congratulated him, and it, it was really cool to see. But you know, I mean it, Drew Brees being an Indiana guy. Going to Purdue and then, you know, going through the the shoulder injury, the last game of the season when he got that injury, and you're like, oh, that it was brutal because he was going into free agency anyway, and it was just a freak fumble, and he just that poor dude just got destroyed, and of course that's when Philip Rivers, rage face, Mister. Mark Thomas's favorite guy takes over and, you know, Drew's rehabbing and, you know, who's going to take them? And that's New Orleans. You know, yeah. New Orleans get, gets hit by the hurricane and they take a guy who basically just got wiped out. And, dude, they just built their own dynasty. Well, not a dynasty, but their own, uh, you know, franchise player. Well, considering how bad New Orleans had been, I think you can call the success they've had <clears throat> under Drew Brees a New Orleans dynasty. I think you can. The, there is no dynasty over the last 20 years like New England. There's not. It, it'll but, never be matched. No. But <laughs> I, I think to turn around a downtrodden franchise, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think on some level it loosely, not from a championship standpoint, but I mean certainly a significant turnaround. And I think the era of competitiveness and the era of success that they've enjoyed you know, Peyton and Breeze deserve massive kudos for that. Absolutely. Uh, they've certainly had to undergo some evolutions of the team over the years. And again, they, you know, they had some years that they, you know, didn't make the playoffs. Uh, they underachieved. That's fair criticism, fair commentary. Uh, but the, the NFL's a tough business, man. And there were a lot of years they had plenty of offense and their defense just sucked. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to hold that against Drew. You can blame the organization. You can you can blame people for that, but I'm not going to hold. I mean, you can't hold that against Breeze. No. So, by the time he's said and done, and also true for Brady, obviously. You know, we've lived through some prolific quarter. I mean, think about the guys that we've got to enjoy seeing: Elway, Marino, Montana, Favre. I mean, we you know Jim Kelly. I mean, we, we're old enough to you know. And I hate to even say it like that, but we've seen the evolution of the league and we've seen some of the absolute all-time greatest any-era quarterbacks. 
and I know you know it's hard to contrast and really compare people from the seventies and and the early eighties to what we see today because the league's different. But you know the guys that we see today that have some of the success that have paved the way for young guys like Mahomes. We'll see what their career ends up being, and Deshaun Watson. And again, we'll see what his career ends up being. Um, but you know Brady Brady would would could have played in any era. Montana could have played in any era. Favre could have absolutely played in any era. You know. Um, we've seen we've seen some of the absolute bar none all time best quarterbacks, and when you get into the oh, old yeah. Mount Rushmore argument and debate, a lot of that honestly it comes down to style. It's it, a lot of that's just subjective, and it's a style based thing. Because if you could take some of these guys that we argue about and plop them on, you know, that this is not to disrespect Troy Aikman. Please don't take it that way. He was a good quarterback. But if you could take some of these guys and stick them on that that '90s Dallas team with that defense, that O line and Emmett Smith, they would have been unstoppable. Are you kidding me? You know what I mean? Uh, if you could mm-hmm. take some of these guys and stick them on that '80s 49ers team, and this is no disrespect to Joe Montana, obviously he's an all timer, man. Plenty credible as an argument for the best quarterback of all time. You know, if you could take some of these guys and stick them on teams like that, what could they have accomplished? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, John Elway, ridiculous. If, if if he could have not had Dan Reeves for some of his career, what would his what would his numbers have been? You know what I'm saying? Uh, we have lived through some of the, just just phenomenal quarterbacks, and um, I'm excited to see the next generation and, and what their careers will end up being. I, I mean, it's too early to say, but I mean, it, it's certainly exciting to see you know Baker Mayfield and. I'm not that excited about Sam Darnold yet. <laughs> Sorry, or Rosen, but <laughs> but certainly Mahomes is, is just it's exciting, you know. But man, we we have been blessed with some phenomenal quarterback play. We really have. We've lived through a great era, uh, oh, yeah. a couple of great eras of of quarterback play, and we can argue about the league and argue about rules and argue about a lot of that. But we've seen some some pretty tremendous accomplishments. So. Anywho, I guess on that note, we need to wrap up and get the hell out of here. So, look, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the weekend of football, college, pro, all of it. Um, Certainly have fun with the baseball playoffs. We'll see if the Brew Crew can deliver for the Brew Crew. (laughs) There you go. Hell yeah. I'd be be good with that. And I'm going to wrap up my evening with a three-notch, 40-mile IPA, because that's how I roll. So if I'm on the struggle bus tomorrow, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> and I might be on the struggle bus, but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> totally worth it. Totally worth it, man. Because you know what? What? You're going to do it live. Going to do it live. Hell yes, buddy. Tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a... I can't do it. We'll do it oh right. no. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's the moment. Shut the fuck up. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Give me my goddamn money. <laughs> hey, if you don't like it, go to Russia. Randy! There you go. Do it now. That's right. 
Anyway, from all of us to all of you, man, we are the Sports Brew. We'll catch you on the flip side. As always, you can find us keywords of sports and brew, whether that's livesportscast.com, whether that's Stitcher Radio, whether that's on iTunes, or any of the other sites. And there are other sites that we are running on, man. Uh, you can track us down on that. Uh, dude, just crank it. Have, have a good time. Listen to it. Uh, share a beverage with a friend or a significant other. And uh, enjoy the football. As always... Oh, my Lord. So silly. Thanks for giving me a bunch of laughs, guys. I can always count on you for that, man. <laughs> I never That's quite know I never quite know where the podcast is going to go, and sometimes it's a lot of this. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> and sometimes it's a bunch of like... What? You idiot! There's plenty of that. <laughs> and then other times, man, other times you're like... You're a smart motherfucker. That's right. That's right, man. It's good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, but the, the fact that we may be in bed before two is amazing. That is amazing. We will very be very true. We will be. I think last week it was three o'clock for me or three thirty. Oh God, Let me same me. here. That was a rough. Oh. That, that was a rough morning, buddy. Oh oh oh. You know what? Uh, a tip of the cap, by the way. Tex Winter. Tex Winter passed away yes, at ninety six. Yes, yes. um, and you think of the triangle offense, you got to think old Tex. So yep. we'll raise a glass to Tex Winter. And then the uh, owner of the uh, San Diego Chargers. Do you have that article pulled up? Spanos. Was that Alex Spanos? Alex Spanos. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. And he, I believe he was also in his 90s. That is correct. And yes. when I was a kid, I was like, my God, somebody's in their 90s. It's so old. And now I'm like 41. I'm like, crap, I'm almost halfway there. Oh, I know, dude. I'm like, oh. Sweet Jesus. So that, we're a hop, skip, a ju- and a jump away from me in 50. You want to talk about being... That's weird. Mm. Yeah, let's uh, not waste the next 10 I, years like uh, instantaneously uh, like that. Let's just enjoy the ride. Well. That's kind of what we're trying to do at this point in time. <laughs> <laughs> time on a weekly basis with the sports crew. Yes. yes. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. That's how Dude. we roll, buddy. I mean, I mean, those Bulls teams of the 90s... I mean... That's that. That's the offense, man. The triangle offense of the '90s for the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, and you could probably give some credit to those Laker teams as well. That when uh, Phil Jackson moved on to the Lakers. Mm, mm, mm. Ow! Damn it! <laughs> that's what a few people said playing those Bulls teams. <laughs> that, that, that was my knee, but you know. That's all right. Ouch. <sighs> Colin Kaepernick approves of this message. Right. Way to take it easy, Shannon. <laughs> All right, on that note. Oh. On that note. <laughs> don't, don't you mean Tanya Harding approves of that oh, message? Oh, yeah, it's true. That's true, man. <laughs> Way to take a knee. And Todd, we owe you a tap takeover, man. We're going to get there. We promise. I'm going to try to get there. We're going to do Friday, it. Todd. I'll try to get there. We're going to do it. We owe you that. And for Randy... Gallon of water a day, brother. Gallon yes. of water a day. That's your that's your challenge. Yeah, it definitely hasn't been easy, but so far so good. I've been I've been hitting that mark. <laughs> yeah, see, it's going to be pissing the night away. Well, the day away. The day away. That's all right. I'm glad you knew where I was going with that. 
Thank you. <laughs> All yep. right. Anyway, we are the Sports Brew. We will catch you on the flip side. Go get some rest, guys. Good night now. And peace out. See ya. Late. Randy. <laughs> you know, I couldn't find that damn soundbite to save my ass last week. This week, man, I'm, I'm all about it. <laughs> anyway, we'll catch you later. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks, as always. Late. Good night, fellas. <laughs>